Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Geekishly Toku Podcast. I can never get that right. Today is a special episode because I am not alone. Other person, introduce yourself. Hello, world. I'm Sean, uh, better known as Snarky Sean on Twitter. Um, been a Power Ranger fan since the beginning of time, basically. Um, there wasn't a set date, because I'm basically as old as the series itself. Most most people are. Most people who say, like, I started watching the show in the beginning are the people that, uh, like, born a year before afterwards. I am part of that other type cast, because I was born in 86, so by the time Power Rangers started, I was seven-ish, so... Well, Power Rangers technically started nine months before I was born, but, you know. Technicality. <laughs> technicality. <laughs> All right. I, never, I was never stopped being a fan. Yeah. All right. Um, so, because Sean is here, um, for the foreseeable future, he will be the co-host. So it'll be me and Sean from here on out. Woo! <laughs> um... And just so you know, people listening, he has listened to everything beforehand, so he literally binge-watched it all before we did this. I didn't ask him to, he just did it. <laughs> I had the time. And... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got the time, go for it. Um, it's only four episodes, so it wasn't too long. Yeah, well then then you've got the episode where I didn't know what to do for another episode, so I just live-watched the 199 Heroes movie. <laughs> Should have watched it at the same time to get the same effect, but... Well, see, eh. we, we can do that from now on, actually, because, um... Did... I, I, I know you said you didn't think it was bad, but how did you how much did you enjoy Tokyujer? The later half of it was the most enjoyable yeah. part. Well, <coughs> because they got... They have the special that's out, where, like, it's, like, a few years down the road, and, like, there's the Tokyo uh... Nanago, the the purple one. Oh, the conductor. Yeah. So okay. I figured maybe we can do a live watch of that to see how that goes. I will definitely have to find that. Well, it's, it's <laughs> from what I've seen, it's out because there have been screen caps and stuff like that. But I can't find it, so I think it's just going to be we're going to have to wait till overtime. Wait till overtime gets to it. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I tend to like to watch stuff like that raw first so I can get the full, like, holy crap out of the way. Just then go back to it to read what's going on. But don't really have a choice in the matter. So I, I tried that, but it wasn't didn't work too well. I mean, there was one time where I tried to watch Superhero Tyson Z, and it was in Portuguese subtitles. Wow. So, like... I only know Spanish, and not that much, so it took a weird turn, and I just was like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I did that once. I don't remember what it was. I downloaded a whole, um, I, down, I downloaded a movie. I don't know what it was, and I went to go watch it. I'm all satisfied, and it was 3D, which means it meant, t- it had two screens of the same thing going on at the same time, in the same, like, you know, normal widescreen aspect ratio and then um it had like french subtitles so i'm like this is just <laughs> totally completely wrong <laughs> so i just deleted it i was like this was completely not what i wanted 
Well, I didn't download it. I found it on YouTube, so that was the problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, that tends to be the problem. The only one I think that ever really gets uploaded is TV Nihon, and that's on a rare occasion. And the Gao Ranger subs from another subbing group. Oh, yeah, I remember. Gao Soul, I think it was? I think so. Yeah, because they did a few of the team-ups, too. Um, I miss them. They were starting to do good stuff, and then they disbanded after Gal Ranger finished. Well, it's the same thing with uh, Acer, with Gaim. Gaim's done, they poof, and they're gone. Well, Acer, I think, was around before Gaim. But then Overtime said they weren't going to do Gaim, and then Acer picked it up. Because I think Magenta, who's also with Overtime, is also with Acer. And Magenta wanted to do it, so she said, Oh, wait, fine, we'll do it with Acer then. So, I think that's how it works. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but, anyway. <laughs> Sidetrack this over. Um, For the, now. Yeah. <laughs> the, today's show is going to be a little different, because like I said, how, Sean, this is his first episode. This one's going to be more of um, just a conversational piece. Next week, yeah, next week. The next episode will be back to the not. I shouldn't say original format because I don't think I've ever really had one. But now that I have an actual co-host that will continue on with, I will will probably come up with a basic format for what we're going to do. Um, so consider this sort of like a leeway until the next episode. Um, a little taste. Yeah. Um. All right. So. In tradition, obviously, we're going to start with the geek section, and then we'll take a break, then we'll come back and we'll do the tokusatsu stuff. Um, I've written down some questions beforehand. I told Sean before we started, I have more for the toku section, only because it's kind of just repeating a lot of the stuff. Um, I I asked for questions, but none of you guys sent any in. So it's just going to be anything that I come off of with the top of my head. Um, so to get started, the first the first question I wrote down was your most favorite most favorite comic book character can be oh. from anything. Well, first the people who actually kind of know me a bit. Um, well, I guess. Hmm. Deadpool because you know that's just like that was the first big comic book character for me <clears throat> excuse me uh, <laughs> and uh, I've actually just it was all because of uh, the video game Marvel Ultimate Alliance that weird team up game where all the Marvel heroes were there and yeah, he just kind of spoke out to me and actually technically spoke to me, because that's his <laughs> shtick. Yeah, the fourth wall breaking. Yeah, so I kind of like that crazy anti-hero kind of character who has a bit of a sense of humor. Yeah. I uh, I, I only knew him as sort of the, the fourth wall breaking weird comedy guy. And then I watched the, uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man episode with Deadpool in it. Voiced by Ron Stoppable. Yeah, and that was that was just 
ridiculous. And I, I think it was interesting how they kept up the shtick of him not being able to say kill. So it was just like the K word or like I'm going to death you to death or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Deadpool. Is that really a thing with the character or was it just done for that? It was done for the show since it's Ultimate Spider-Man's technically a kid's show. Oh, uh, okay. So it was done as kind of a joke. Okay, because it sounds like the whole Power Rangers thing, like they can't say kill or anything like that. It's got to be destroy, like I will destroy you. And it's like, we all know what you mean. Yeah. But uh, the video game was fun, short, but entertaining to say the least. I didn't uh, actually play it, so. Well, good luck finding it. Because, <laughs> um... It's no longer in production at all. Weird thing, Activision decided to let go of the Marvel rights, so Marvel Ultimate Alliance, you can't seem to find it anywhere, or Ultimate Alliance 2, or Deadpool. Like, even the DLCs for those games were pulled. Everything. Wow. So if you have it downloaded, you can play it forever. If you bought the game, you still have it. I was fortunate fortunate enough to find it for like 20 bucks for the 360. Hmm. I haven't touched it since I beat it, but... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, is it one of those games where it's like there's a lot of replay value, or is it just a really linear story? There's a slight amount of replay ability just to get all the upgrades and play through the harder difficulties to get the achievements, but... Other than that, there's not much else to it. It's run and gun. Yeah. Stab and slash and explosions. Hmm. With an occasional bouncy house. (laughs) A bouncy house? Yeah, that was a plot point to the first mission of the game. I, I, I just... I don't even know. I don't know if I want to know the the premise of that <laughs> that scene. It's important, apparently. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there was a there was a story. Not to get sidetracked, but there was a story here in New York State where there were kids playing in a bouncy house, and this just colossal wind just <laughs> picked up the bouncy house. It floated in the air. The kids fell out for like forty feet. They survived. I think one of them got like broken bone or something like that. But then the bouncy house just continued, and I don't even know how far away it was before they got it. But I mean, I could see that being the premise for it. <laughs> well, um, if you really want to know, he uses it as sort of a thing to land on from falling from a high height. Oh, yeah. You pump it up at the beginning of the mission, and then you land in it at the end of the mission. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, I guess that's kind of intricate. Because if it wasn't there, he probably would have died. <laughs> well, he can't die. So. Well, that's true. He had his dead pool. <laughs> well, yeah, the whole crazy Wolverine-esque healing factor. Yeah. That Thanos won't let him die, so he can't be with his beloved death. <sighs> Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then next to that, my number two would be John Constantine. So, weird stark contrast. Yeah, well, you must have been pretty broken up when they officially canceled the show. Oh, <sighs> uh, I just... 
Yeah, NBC is now on my hate list. Well, I, I've always said the only like local slash network station that can hold a good show is ABC. I mean, you look at NBC, how many shows have just gone? How Like at Fox, how many shows have just gone? I mean, CBS, you can kind of make that statement, but it tends to be they always have the same like one or two shows. It's and always the NCIS or the CSIs. Yeah, essentially. And then they'll come out with another show, but then it'll last for maybe a season or two, and then it's gone. You know, yeah. then you, again, like we got NCIS and CSI that have been going on for years. I mean, I think the only show that Fox has had going on for a long time is Bones. And, yeah. then, and then NBC just has nothing. You well, know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then you've got, you know, ABC that's got, you know, Agent Carter coming back for second season. It's got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming back for a third season. Um, Castle coming back for a tenth season. There you go. <laughs> but they canceled Forever, which starred uh, Mr. Fantastic from the first Fantastic Four movie. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, remember, I was actually really surprised that... They, they must, because it always aired after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agent Carter, so I'm just wondering if, like, they realized, like, they had, like, a spike in viewers and forever showed up and then it would just die because people turned away, because I know that's what I did. It was an interesting premise, but I just didn't feel like watching it. So, I guess just a lot of people agreed with me on that. Yeah, even though the network execs actually really liked that show. That's always an interesting thing to talk about because it's like you always have the behind the scenes. You always have like the people who create it like it, the people who are in it like it. You get the higher ups and the executives like the show, but then they get the ratings back from the people watching it, and they're like, "We're not getting the ratings we thought we were, so we're gonna have to cancel it." And you got everybody else going, "Really?" Well, that was a similar thing with Constantine. Constantine, yeah. they were actually promoting it as much as possible. Like, they even brought all the episodes back on NBC.com for a short period of time to boost the ratings back up. And then NBC was actually, like, shopping the show idea around to its other networks like Sci-Fi, and then even to the CW, and the CW was like, well, we don't need another Supernatural show, we have Supernatural, and people are going to think Constantine's copying off of that. Cause, yeah. Cause, now, Con uh, Constantine is Marvel or DC? Uh, DC. Okay. Originally Vertigo, but that's like a the darker side of DC. That's like where iZombie comes from as well. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's another one too. That's well, that's else that's on CW. Man, CW is like the superhero. I mean, like ABC and CW are like the two two stations that have all the superhero stuff. CBS is now going to have Supergirl. Well, yeah, Supergirl, and then you know, and then of course Gotham was canceled from Fox. No, it's coming back. Oh, oh no, oh no, that's right. Yeah, because that's it's what people were. That's what people were pissed off about. That Constantine was canceled, but Gotham is still going. Gotham season two. Yep, coming this September. <laughs> I personally have no interest in it because I'm just sick and tired of Batman. Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch season two. I'm probably going to give up on it. <laughs> I'm just so tired of Batman. It's just like, 
DC is coming out with a new movie. Great. What? Wonder Woman? Flash? Green Lantern? Batman. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yep. Here's Batman. I mean, it's like, we, I was like, oh, hey, we're getting another Superman movie. Oh, that's fantastic. Is it going to be better than the last one? Oh, possibly. I mean, it's going to have Batman in it. Fucking really? <laughs> Seriously. We just got three Batman movies with one director and one actor playing Batman. Now, all of a sudden, we're getting a Superman movie. They're throwing Batman into it, and they're changing who's playing Batman. How many Batmans have there been? I mean, I don't. I don't mean like Adam West way back in the '60s. I just mean like the recent oh, twenty-year movie stuff. I mean, you had. I mean, you had Keaton. You had Kilmer. You had Clooney, Clooney which we try to forget about. Yeah, <laughs> and then Bale, and now Affleck. Bale, and now Affleck. That's five Batmans within the past twenty years. And then, yeah. Su- I mean, Superman. I think there's been, if we're counting Smallville, three. Is it three? I think it's four. Uh, I, I think there was someone before Reeves. I don't know who it was, but oh, I think there was someone, and then Reeves, and no, then that would make it four. Then if we're and, the, and then small Reeves, and then small Reeves. Well, yeah, because it's it's someone, and then I forgot who went before him. There was someone, and then Reeves, and then Smallville dude, and then new guy. I I don't know their names. Um, we've actually had one before. Uh, we had. Christopher Reeves, then we had what's his face from Smallville, then Brandon Routh in Superman Returns, and then we All have right. Henry Cavill. Yeah, or right. Superman. So that's five, four or five. Yeah, because I, I, I'm pretty sure there was someone before Reeves, but I'm not entirely sure. The Adventures of Lois and Clark. Oh yeah, that's six. With um, oh I can see his face. I just. Know I, the name of the show? Yeah, I blank. <clears throat> Dean Kane, that's who it was. Dean Kane. Yeah, I'm just a youngin. <laughs> I actually watched that game, that movie. It was a good mo- that movie. It was a good television show, show actually. Yeah. It was a little bit more vibrant, colorful, and kind of comedic esque. But you know, honestly, you know, I'll get hate for it, but I actually probably enjoyed Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman over Man of Steel in the current DC run. Because there's just there was a lot more character development, there wasn't as much destruction, it wasn't all like dark and gritty. So Yeah. Apparently DC is taking the dark and gritty route. Yep. Marvel is too, but then you have Robert Downey Jr. just yakking it up. Yeah, well, like like I've always said, the Avengers movies are the best way to describe a dark and gritty movie, but at the same time, a comedic and semi-uplifting movie, because that whole last fight was intense. Like, when they open the portal and all of the Chitari come out and they're attacking... And it's just going nuts. You know, everything's breaking down. They're getting overrun. And then all of a sudden, Bruce Banner comes back. And they tell uh, they tell Iron Man. And he's like, great, I'm bringing the party to you. And he comes around the corner with a giant thing. And Black Widow's like, I don't see how that's a party. And that's the comedic effect. Like, the world is seemingly collapsing in on itself because they're being invaded. And Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man takes a second to crack a joke. He's just, and, he's a bit snarky. Uh, well, see, that's the difference. You know, 
And I mean, even in uh, Age of Ultron, minor spoilers, by the way, very minor spoilers, is at one point, uh, Robert uh, Iron Man says a swear word. I don't remember what the swear word was, and then you, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you hear Captain America over the the comm system go language, and that's just a running joke throughout the entire show or the entire movie. Yeah. I actually remember what word it was. He said, shit. It's like the one word he can get away with and still keep that PG-13 rating. Oh, you yeah. say it once. Well, that and hell. You could probably say hell, too. Oh, you can say hell in a PG-13 movie. Yeah. And be fine with it. I think that's the whole reason why Spider-Man 3 was <laughs> a PG-13 as opposed to PG, like the other yeah. two were. Well, didn't he say something in the Iron Man 3 movie? Because he was, he was talking, oh, that's right, yeah, because he was talking with the kid when he found the little garage thing yeah. after his house fell apart, and he was talking to the kid, and he, the kid said something about, like, I don't have a father or something like that, or he left to get cigarettes and I guess, or something like that, and I guess it was good because he never came back, and all of a sudden Robert, <laughs> Tony Stark says, well, that's nothing to be a pussy about. And that, that's, like, the exact word he used. I don't know the exact line, but that's the word he used. But, it was like, is it still a PG-13 movie at that point? Apparently. I, I mean, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. That was, yeah. There's always that fine line between what's, you know, I guess, what's a bad swear. Like, obviously... Fuck, using just one fuck automatically makes it a rated R film, and I'm like, I don't understand that. If if like you all of a sudden play the 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 fuck song from South Park, then yeah, okay, you have a rated R movie, but eh. Yeah, well, we'll get to look forward to our first. Well, not our first rated R comic book movie because I think the Punisher movies were rated R too. Well, that's not surprising. What about Blade? He's technically considered a superhero, isn't he? Uh, I think those were rated R. I don't know. Let's fact check. Just because. Because uh, the amount of just destruction and blood, probably, and just all that type of stuff, I could see it being rated R. Blade, 1998. Yep, it was rated R. So, yeah, the Blade trilogy. I mean, Blade is like Buffy the Vampire Slayer on steroids. <laughs> yeah. In, in terms of vampire hunting and stuff like that. Well, it's a half vampire hunting down vampires. So well, yeah. That's how insane it gets. Alright, I think we've managed to answer that question properly. <laughs> 20 minutes to answer a question? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yep. This rate uh, won't be done for another four hours. Oh, yeah, I mean, because I've got another seven questions. But they're kind of, like I said, they're all around the same thing. So, like, um, this kind of goes with the first one. What is your least favorite comic book character? Well, this is actually the easiest question to answer. We're going to dive into the Batman rogues gallery and uh, Calendar Man. <laughs> well, 
Uh, I'll be honest, when I thought up the question, I was thinking of superheroes, so I guess I maybe I should have made that a little bit more clearer. Well, superheroes, it would have to be, like, some of the lamer, like, one-shot DC superheroes, like, uh, I think it was Elongated Man, who's basically just Plastic Man. Yeah. Well, you, you, I mean, you know you gotta have the, the like, the comparison heroes like you have hawkeye from marvel but then you've got green arrow from marvel or from dc so you know plastic man and elongated man are both dc characters oh that's true yeah they are but yeah calendar man elongated man both are just horrible horrible characters because (laughs) the stretch armstrongs of that of that world ah yeah well, Calendar Man just gets his powers based on what day of the year it is. So, like, 4th of July is coming up, so he'll have fireworks power or whatever. But the next day, he'll just be a normal dude. With no power whatsoever. What? <laughs> That's just hilarious. It's like, what, is, what does he get on, like, the first day of summer? The ability to just call on the sun's rays? <laughs> I, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I mean, he is in the Arkham series, and there's a little Easter egg with it, but honestly, he's just, he's a lame villain. Oh, yeah, I'm not... And he's a Batman villain, of all things. Yeah, well, you've also got to realize, most Batman villains, they were cre- they were either just normal people kind of like the Joker, just a psychotic person. But then you've also got someone who is like Poison Ivy. You know, who is like like a freak accident gone wrong. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Alright, so. Next question is your most favorite comic TV show. Now, this can range from, like we were talking about, the Lois and Clark Adventures of Superman, all the way back to the 60s Batman. It could be most recent Flash, Green Arrow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, so more specifically the live-action ones, then? Yes. I would would say both. So what's your favorite live-action and cartoon? Ironically, both of these have been cancelled, so it's Constantine for the live-action one. Matt Ryan was just perfect as Constantine. I personally didn't watch it. Not because, like, I know this is going to be bad or anything. It was just, I don't know. Every, every NBC. That's well, why. It, well, that on top of, like, every time I would see a promo for it, maybe, maybe I just missed the actual, like, watch this show because of this, that, and the other thing. Every time I would see a a shot of it, like a poster or something, it was just a guy in a trench coat standing in the street. And I'm like, this kind of looks boring. But that's also the point of I didn't give it a chance. So it's... I didn't watch it because I was too stupid to actually look into it before making an assumption on it. Yeah, I had always known about Constantine, courtesy of the uh, Keanu Reeves movie back in 2005. Yeah, that wasn't that great of a movie. It's <laughs> well, to be fair, it had Keanu Reeves in it. Oh uh, yeah, 
And I think the only the only movie slash movie series that was anywhere near as popular as most big movies is The Matrix. Oh, like I was going to say Bill and Ted, but... Oh, Bill and me. Ted. Yeah, I forgot Bill and Ted. That was popular. Not, I don't think it was as popular as The Matrix, but it yeah. was probably popular. But Yeah, and then in terms of animated, I actually really loved Young Justice. Oh, yes. Yes. I loved Young Justice, and I watched the first season a couple years ago you know two three four years ago and then i learned about it being canceled and i was like really and i didn't know there was a second season until a couple years ago and it wasn't until earlier this year that i finally got to sit down and watch it all (sighs) stupid cartoon network yeah they cancel everything they cancel everything i love yep i don't i don't understand and i think wasn't it didn't they cancel the show because they realized that a lot of girls were watching and they didn't want that, so they canceled it? A lot of girls were buying the toys, a lot of girls were watching the show, that they had strong female characters, and that wasn't their target demographic. God, I just want to punch some of these people. It's the same reason why Thundercats, the 2011 reboot, was also canceled. Really? Yeah. Problem wow. is, it didn't get a proper season end, so it just cliffhanger on an episode and that's it at least young justice had some sort of a bookend yeah it probably would have been better if they would have ended it after the first season rather than the second one but yeah well the second season's where the ratings changed from boys to girls oh yeah because they had a lot more female characters as part of the young justice team in season two like wonder girl and the the bee a few of the others the bee girl I forgot her name the wasp was it the wasp uh yeah I think so yeah um yeah it was it was just the tragic good show just dying hard because I know they put the first season up on Netflix but the second season I had to go through other means to find it and uh, I didn't like doing it but it's the only way you can watch it these days. Yep, sadly. <sighs> Sometimes I hate those. I hate executives like that. Girls are watching. Cancel it. Screw you. <laughs> um. Yeah. So under the same light, your least favorite live-action and animated comic TV show. Okay. I'm not sure on the animated front. But, yeah, no, I'm not entirely sure on that one. But in terms of live action, it would have to be either... No, it's basically just Gotham. (laughs) Yeah. It started off as a pure crime show, and it just... It wasn't... It's not supposed to be focusing on Bruce. Yet, it's more Bruce-focused than it's ever been. That's not really surprising. And that's the problem. It's supposed to be focusing on how the villains become the villains. Yeah. And how Jim Gordon makes his way to commissioner. I I feel like that's what the Suicide Squad movie's gonna be. (sighs) Because Batman's gonna be in that, too. Yep. 
it's just going to be like, hey, we're going to have, it's going to be, you know, a two and a half hour movie, probably. And then they're going to spend maybe 45 minutes to an hour on the Suicide Squad, and then the rest of it's going to be how Batman's going to deal with the Suicide Squad. And in that hour with the Suicide Squad, it's going to be basically focusing on the Joker and Harley Quinn and their relationship. Oh, yeah. If you could call it that. Yeah. That was one character that always baffled me, but that's a dis- that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> um, well, yeah, technically she swings both ways and kind of has a thing for Poison Ivy. And Well, no, it, it's more of how smart as a person she is, but for some reason she's infatuated with the Joker. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. I mean, there's just... Like, people call that character psychotic. She's not psychotic in a way like the Joker. She's psychotic in a way that... She's smart. She's a doctor. She could literally stop following him around, get a job, and make a crap load of money and live for the rest of her life in a white, in a house with a white picket fence and a family and all that type of stuff. But instead, she follows the Joker around, getting into trouble and essentially becoming a criminal. And that's that just... It doesn't bug me. It's just like, why... And it's just the essence of the character herself. Well, yeah, being as she was created from the animated series and then inserted into the comics, that's how they had to work it in Hmm. and give her a legit backstory. She wasn't part of the comics until after the animated series. Hmm. Yeah. But in terms of animated superhero shows, uh, I'm trying to think of one that was, quote, bad. I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, horrible. But, like, you know, when you think of all of the shows you've watched, which one kind of, like, impacted you the least? Uh... Uh, I would have to say the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon with Neil Patrick Harris as the voice of Spider-Man. Um, I don't think I watched that one. Was that, was that the one from like the Fox Kids days? No, this was fairly recent, but let me figure out what it was exactly called because if I get the name wrong... The fanboys are going to persecute me like no other. <laughs> you are not wrong. Uh, there's just been so many, you know, spectacular Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, what's another one? Oh, it was just called Spider-Man, the new huh. animated series. Oh, that does sound familiar. Where did that? Where did that air? I don't know. And oddly enough, the uh, IMDb page lists lists it as like not canceled. It's like it says two thousand three dash, and there's no end date. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it aired on MTV. That's why. It aired on MTV. Yeah, of all places, right? Well, I mean, I'm not surprised that they air TV shows rather than music. It's just more of. <laughs> You know, superhero TV shows. Yeah. 
Well, BET did have the Black Panther cartoon for a while. Well, that's obvious why. <laughs> yeah, I hate to be that person, movie. but that's obvious. Yeah. But it was a loose continuation of the Spider-Man film directed by Sam Raimi. So, the one with Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that was already bad as it was, and then all of a sudden it's, let's make a cartoon out of it. Well, this was after the first movie, so the first movie was okay. I could only get through two episodes of this, though it only ran for a season, so yeah, Hmm. 13 episodes, I can only get through two. I just don't see Neil Patrick Harris as Spider-Man. No. Like, I, I do like the ult, the new Ultimate Spider-Man with Drake Bell. You know, all of his other bullcrap aside. Um, yeah. Like, he, he, he portrays the character in a, in a way that I like. You know, from the voice to the, the way he just... His, the, the way he gives the character personality I like. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the voice cast on that show is great, too. I mean, the guy who voices Iron Fist is the same guy who voices Michelangelo and Beast Boy. Huh. But you couldn't tell. Like, you could tell kind of in the voice, but he's much calmer as Iron Fist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Well, that's the character. Yeah. <laughs> he's all about the zen, so... Well, Greg Seeps is basically on crack all the time. Not confirmed. <laughs> just putting that out there. It uh, just sounds like he is, especially when he's playing Beast Boy or Michelangelo. Yeah. And then there was another show on Disney XD called I'm in the Band, and the two leading people, um, the lead male and the lead female, the male voice is Nova, and the female voice is White Tiger. So a lot of it was in-house in terms of voice acting. Yeah. Oh, and then you get Clark Gregg to play Coulson, so... That was great. Because I started watching that show after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had started, or, like, after the Avengers movie. So I, like, loaded up, and I'm like, oh, hey, it's Coulson, and all of a sudden I hear Clark Gregg's voice, and I was like, no way. And it was just... The, especially just the personality changes, like from what we saw in all of the the, the MCU movies, and then all of a sudden to see this this Coulson, and I'm like, this Coulson is entirely different than what we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, we have Principal Coulson. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was great, and how he yeah. started going out with Aunt May. Yeah. Though, the funny thing, Coulson wasn't originally in the comics either, I don't think. I think he was just a MCU kind of insert. Well, yeah, because I can get... Well, because, you know, Joss Whedon was pissed off when they brought Coulson back to life for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Coulson wasn't supposed to be this big character in the universe. He was just supposed to be sort of, you know, what... Fury called him as his his one good eye. He was just supposed to be this agent that was really good at what he did. But then he became a fan favorite. So then when they started doing the television shows, they brought him back to life. 
and then yeah. kind of spawned the the storyline for the show. So, yeah, so he probably wasn't supposed... When they first came up with the character, he wasn't supposed to be anybody special. Nope. But then through the movies and through the fans, he became this great character. And yeah. It just, it just shows you what you what fans can do. Yeah, he first appeared in the mainstream Marvel Universe in Battle Scars issue number 6 in 2012. And mm. Avengers came out in 2011, I think. I'm uh, pretty sure. No, it was 2012. Because I remember seeing it in summer of 2012. Right after I graduated high school. Huh. But that was his first comic book appearance. Um... And he also voices, uh, Clark Gregg also voices Coulson in the Lego Marvel game. That's awesome. He is, let's just say, he is Coulson, and I love that factor. Oh, yeah. Because, like, one, one of the things I didn't like is when they made the Marvel movie, they didn't bring Samuel L. Jackson to play Nick Fury. Or, like, do the voice for Nick Fury. And I'm like, that's sad, because he is Nick Fury. I mean, like, he, it just seems like he was born to play Nick Fury. And to not, like, like not to have him come in and do some voiceover work for a day or two is kind of crappy. You know, because it's not like a movie where you have to spend a few months, you know, doing stuff. You bring him in for, at most, a week. And he can shell out all of the stuff he needs to, and then he's done. I mean, I think they, they could have done it, but they just didn't. Well, yeah, and then, sadly, he did. Clark Gregg did not voice Coulson in the Marvel Superhero Squad online. Instead, we got the voice of SpongeBob, Tom oh, Kenny. Tom Kenny's a good voiceover. He's he's a good voice actor, but. I, I hate this. Every time I hear the word SpongeBob, I cringe a little. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, that's, right. that's on the TV shows. Side. Actually, that's a good transition, actually, because the next question has nothing to do with comic characters. Fantastic. Unless, unless it kind of comes back to it, which it might, depending. What is your most favorite video game? For any console or PC. Oh, that is... That actually is the toughest... Toughest question. Because of all the games I play at the moment. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, la, 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 la. Keeping the dead air out of the way. <laughs> well, um, to, yeah, I know. See, this is the good thing about just a little bit of backstory. We both have some like radio, television esque behind the scenes experience, so we both know the the key thing about not having too much dead air. And for those that don't know, dead air is that. <laughs> that's dead air. If you have a lot of that, you can lose people's interest, and that's not a good thing, whether it's podcast, radio, or television. Well, if you so, have a lot of dead air, you might end up losing your job. That, too. That is definitely a, a possibility. Um, yeah. it, it's like, as far as video games, I mean, like, if, if you have a few, like... Like, I don't even mean, like, now, if, like, you know, all the people that went nuts over Final Fantasy VII when they introduced it at E3, you know, if, like, if you have one you played when you were younger and you were, like, oh, my God, about, you know, you can 
say that like i know this is like a very it's kind of i've narrowed it down a little but it, i know it's how broad it can be because it's like asking me it's like what's your favorite song or what's your favorite musical artist or musical group it's not that easy because i listen to so much different type of music that it's just not easy to narrow that down yeah i i think i've narrowed it down um it's kind of a three-way tie at the right. moment, um, just because of the amount of hype for two of the games, because <laughs> I think I know one. Oh, Fallout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, as we're recording, I'm constantly just checking my Fallout Shelter game, making sure my dwellers yeah. don't die on me. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and then another Bethesda game, the Elder Scrolls series. Yeah. More importantly. Skyrim and Oblivion, because those are the only two that I've actually played. I haven't played Oblivion, but I have Skyrim and many hours into it on Steam, so I feel you there. <laughs> Oblivion is fun, but if you compare it to Skyrim in terms of graphical appearance, you might throw up. Oh yeah, I mean, com- comparing anything to like new Skyrim, Fallout, and you know, like Dragon Age Inquisition, comparing anything to that, it's just you can't do that. You either have to look at it from the era that it was created, or look at it entirely separate from its predecessors or its, you know, future installations. So yeah. <clears throat> And then the third series, I guess, would be Halo. I'm a, I'm a sucker for Halo. Um, <laughs> even though the fourth game wasn't as good as I thought it could be, I am so hyped for the fifth game, just based on the premise of it alone. I mean, I also read the books, so um, knowing who the other three Spartans that are on Master Chief's side are... It's really exciting to figure out like how they're still back and why they're still alive and what they're going to do next. And then on the other side, we have Nathan Fillion reprising his role as Buck, but as a Spartan, not an ODST. So that that's quite interesting. Yeah. I I personally don't understand the hype over Halo and that's not to say it's a bad game but that I've never owned any type of Xbox before. So and I've never played a Halo game. So like you know people gush about, it. "Oh my god, it's got this that and that and all that." The only Halo experience I have is Red versus Blue. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And that was know, my first experience with it too, but the nice little Easter eggs and in Halo that our red versus blue easter eggs are quite hilarious. Yeah. They, they put easter eggs in there? Um, in the third game and in the fourth game. What did they put in there? In one level in the third game, you come up to like this door at the end of a hallway. You were supposed to take a, a left, but if you continue down this hallway, you find a you find a marine knocking on a door and it's the voice actors. And depending on the difficulty, you get a different set of voice actors. And uh, it's like, what's the password? And it's a back and forth between two characters. Oh, that's awesome. And then in Halo 4, 
there's just little hidden references here and there. Some achievement names. And in the Spartan Ops, like the, uh, the solo story, or the co-op story mode, because there's two different story modes, um, there's these little boxes you could shoot, and it changes some of the dialogue in-game. Like, instead of getting a dialogue from a random marine number three, you'll have a conversation between Sergeant Griff going back and forth about something stupid and how they accidentally pushed a button they weren't supposed to. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, if you have the time, just totally check it out on YouTube. Just RVB Halo Easter eggs and boom. Uh, um, well, while I do that, answer the question of least favorite video game. <laughs> okay. Let's see. There's a few, but I'm going to talk about one in particular. Um, actually, two. One is the obvious Duke Nukem Forever, the game that spent 15 years or so in developmental hell. And... Uh, and Fracture. One of the few games created by Lucas Arts that wasn't Star Wars related. The whole premise of that game was you're a super soldier who can terraform the land, like raise it or lower it and do this. It was a cool concept, just poorly executed. Like it makes Watch Dogs look like a good game. Ouch. Like Watch Dogs, great premise. Story was okay, gameplay was eh. And a few other things pissed me off. But, you know what, I'm really looking forward to a sequel and seeing what they can fix. Because that's how I felt about Assassin's Creed. And, um, Assassin's Creed is one of my most played games. I mean, with the exception of, like, one game, I own the entire series of console games. Now, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, because there are some games that are way more infuriating to me than possible, but... <laughs> just just from the sheer glitches and the difficulty of some of them like Assassin's Creed 3 had these extra challenges that allowed you to uh, get a more synced experience and then you add it to your percentage but you had to do all three of them in a single run so you had don't be detected don't kill anyone and then the third one was something that was totally out there and I use this as a joke walk in juggling active chainsaws while playing a one-man band. <laughs> because wow. doing all three at the same time is almost impossible. Especially when the game is super buggy. Yeah. Buggy game... Uh, that's, you know, ha having a game with intricate uh, activities and then all of a sudden glitch and then like um tends to make people not want to play the games like you know but that it's it's falling under the whole new era of video games where people tend to put out video games whether they feel that it needs that it can go out or not and then they get backlash for it well that's basically just ubisoft or ubisoft at this point because we have what? The issues with Assassin's Creed 3, the issues with Watch Dogs, and the issues with Assassin's Creed Unity. 
Um, well, didn't Nintendo do that too with Splatoon? They they like they were gonna have the game out come on a certain day, but then they're like, "Holy crap, this is getting so much hype! Let's put it out now, even though it's not finished yet." I don't know if it was with Splatoon or not, but it might have been. I hadn't looked into Nintendo. I mean, I haven't owned a Nintendo system since the Wii came out. <laughs> but that's because I don't have money to afford anything at this point. Oh, well, that's the same thing with me. I mean, if I had the money, I'd have a, I'd have at least a PS4 and a Wii U. Yeah. So. I would well, have, you... if I had the money, I would have everything. Just everything. Oh, yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. If I had the money, I would have everything. And I, I've got a friend who's um, starting to collect older games. Um, he's gone back to... He's a real sports fanatic. So he's gone back to... <clears throat> he's gotten, like, every football game for the NES. Um, he's got every one for the Super NES. And now he's Jeez. just kind of... Yeah, he's, now he's just, like, sailing through. But he's still got a crap ton of PS2 games left. He's got PS3 ones, PS4. He's got a lot of games. <laughs> he's got, I believe, like, every system. Wow. Um, he, bought a, he bought a system that plays... Uh, crap, what was... What was the Sega console? Not the Genesis. Was it the Genesis? Yeah, there's the Genesis, the Saturn, and the Sega CD. That's right. Okay, so it is the Genesis. It was the Genesis. It was they can play Genesis games, Super Nintendo games, uh, Nintendo games. I think one more. Yeah the the weird conglomerate console. Uh, Not sure if it's the Ouya or if it's like the Super or something Tron. I forgot. I forgot what it was. Yeah, but it's it's a, it actually works because what he does is it plugs it in and then it find it like it kind it's essentially like a an emulator in the console, and then it comes with controllers, but the controllers aren't great. But you can plug in like actual like Genesis controllers or Super Nintendo controllers, and then you can change configurations inside of the console itself with the system. And you can make, like, if you're using a Super Nintendo controller, but you want it to work like a Genesis controller, it can do that. So, it's it's pretty awesome, and it works, like, 95% of the time, which is great. Yeah. I just would use the Wii Virtual Console for that, but that's oh, just yeah. me. Well, he's also, he also tends to go for, like I said, sports games, and you're not going to have, like, you know... NFL Madden 95 and the Wii Virtual Console. So that's why he does it. Plus he likes to have the physical version of it. Yeah. So. I'm kind of not becoming a fan of digital versions. <laughs> well, just Yeah. When I, 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 I wouldn't mind it if they gave you more space to hold things. Yeah. Like they, they give you like a 20 gigabyte hard drive, but then like you get five, six games and it takes up the 20 gigs and it's like, what do you want me to do? Well, yeah, now there's they're coming out with a terabyte Xbox console and then you could also get a terabyte PlayStation 4 console as well. But yeah. with the Xbox, you can actually hook up external hard drives and format them to Xbox specifications and use like a six terabyte hard drive to store your shit on. Yeah. Uh, I think I think my friend's got that. He's really into video games. <laughs> yeah. Um 
Alright. Alright, so video game over. Um this one is <laughs> game I, over. I, yeah. Puns. Yeah, yeah, the puns. The puns are real. Um So the last one, because I, I asked you the other day if you watched any of this. So I'm this may not be as an intricate conversation as the others, but what is your most favorite anime? Uh. Now this can be recent ones, you know, subtitled. It can be old, like Dragon Ball Z from back in the day. Whether it's you know subtitled or the dubbed versions, it can be the new one. It can be anything. Well, I'm guessing Ruby is completely out of the question then, because uh, it's not technically anime. Yeah, sort of like how like a lot of people think Avatar: The Last Airbender is an anime. I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's Americanized. It's, yeah, it's 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 an American cartoon series. You can say it has it's, the characteristics of an anime, but it is not an anime. Anime is a term used for Japanese animated shows. You could say the same thing about Teen Titans, but yeah, because exactly the art style. But oh yeah, it's at least Teen anime, Titans Go anyway. Yeah, it's an anime art style, but it's not in the anime genre. Yeah. But even though it's been a, it's been a while since I've actually watched a traditional one. I mean, the last one I recently watched was when Dragon Ball Z Kai was a thing. Yeah. That was a few years back. Yep. But uh, <laughs> it's it's a tie. Between like the first season of Pokemon and right. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, I actually really liked Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. There have been so many Yu-Gi-Ohs. <laughs> We're yeah, because we've got standard Yu-Gi-Oh, then we had the Capsule Monsters, then Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, Five Ds, Zexel, and then. Arc 5? That's the current one in Japan right now, I think it's Arc 5. Wow. I'll admit, not as many as I thought there was. Yeah, 6. Which one is the one with the the motorcycles? That's 5Ds. Okay. <laughs> Dueling on motorcycles! Which... Yep. Card games on motorcycles. Yeah. Which, <laughs> you know, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Rich series likes to make fun of. But, Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy watching the abridged series of that too. But yeah, that, that's pretty much the only animes I've ever watched. Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I think I've had Full Metal Alchemist, but I'm not. I wasn't too huge on it. I just kind of watched it when it was on when I was up at you know two a.m. on Toonami on. Yeah, Toonami or Adult Swim. Yeah. That tends to... Believe it or not, I bet if you talked to a lot of American anime fans, not like hardcore anime fans, which is like, yeah, I've seen some anime, guaranteed they've... Anything they saw was either... Because I believe back in the day, Dragon Ball Z aired on like normal Saturday kids cartoons like time. So it could be either that or... You know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning, 
Dragon Ball Z, Bleach, Full Metal, uh, Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist, and you know, Roni Kenjin and Inuyasha. And then you know, I'm mean, even. You can even, probably even go back to um, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, because they aired that sometimes. What about Bo 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 Bo? Yeah, I didn't know there was an actual name of an anime. Yeah, yeah, main character. That was his name. He had super strong nose hairs and a yellow afro. Wow. That was the entirety of the show. He fought people. He's like super buff and whatnot, but he fights people off with his nose hairs. <laughs> Only in Japan. Oh, uh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's how, like, only in Japan could you have someone have a fear of chickens, and then a few years down the line, have your Red Ranger be afraid of green peppers. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, no, oh, no, I saw the episode. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's this, I, I don't know if they were trying to establish if he was afraid of green peppers, or just he didn't like them. Well, Because, I mean, he didn't he cower away from it. He had nightmares about it. Yeah. And he was like, he couldn't move. I mean, I'd have nightmares too about liver and onions, but that's... It doesn't make you freeze up like Hiromo? Yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> shut down? Yeah. Oh, God. That show would have been so much better if they would have left those things out. Yeah, even though Go Busters is one of my more favorite Sentai series. But, I mean... I'm only recently watched it, I mean, within the last three years, because I got bored of watching Power Rangers Samurai, so I'm like, hey, let's watch Shinkenger instead. Yeah. And well, it was all on YouTube. Let's be fair. Samurai is nothing more than an English adaptation of Shinkenger anyway. So, watching Samurai means watching a lesser, horrible version of Shinkenger. I was going to say that exact same thing. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it, it, oh, oh, we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to continue down the Power Ranger track. We got the next part for that one. Um, yeah. So out of the five or six anime you've seen, what was your least favorite? I would actually have to go with the bo 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 Just based on the concept alone. Just based on the concept, yeah. <laughs> like, I watched a few episodes, and that wasn't... Him fighting with nose hairs isn't the weirdest part of that show. Sometimes it never is. Everybody always thinks, wait, he fights with his nose hairs? That's dumb. I'm not watching that. It's the dumbest thing ever. But then you watch the show and it's like, oh, he fights with his nose hairs, but what's that thing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm even going to look it up right now just to be sure I know what I was talking about. Because like I, once you started talking about fighting with nose hairs, for some reason all I could think of is One Piece, and you don't—he doesn't fight with his nose hairs. He's get, he's just like the rubber man thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's see. You had just looking at the picture alone of because it was also a manga. Well, it's not surprising. Most anime start off as manga. But wait, there's an actual plot. What? <laughs> <laughs> You had to read it before you could understand it. Oh. Okay. It doesn't even show the characters. Okay, cool. 
<laughs> oh, there's an entire wiki dedicated to it. Awesome. Wow. I I mean, like, I didn't think that show was that popular, but it's got its own wiki? Yeah. Jeez. Yep. Oh, jeez. Super buff guy with a perfect circle or sphere yellow afro who fights with the nose hairs. Yeah. <laughs> fights with his nose hair using the the Hanagi Shinken. Fist of the nose hair. Wow. And sometimes called snot for you. Jesus. Ah. Uh, you know they were scrambling for an idea. We gotta come up with a new guy that's got a powered something. What are we gonna have? How about a nose? Like, yeah, I don't know. Not exactly nose. And you just got one guy off to the side. How about nose hair? Just throwing, just like completely throwing everything out of the window. And they're yeah. like, yes, that's perfect. Like, I would totally send you a picture of the cast, but I, I can't because I'm on my phone right now and not on my computer yeah. using computer for this. <laughs> I but, mean, yeah. There's um, that. There's a character whose head is literally the sun. A little ghost creature. Someone who has like a, a Digimon pink poop for hair. Uh, bomb lady. Oh, yeah. And, uh, blue, uh, what's his face? Uh, pokey, uh, Gumby. Yeah. Gum- a blue, blue Gumby. Gumby. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm looking at the cat, the cast now. Oh, my God. Yeah, seriously. Oh, Torpedo Girl is her name. Ugh. The one with the actual pink hair, or the one that's got a pink shit for a head? No, Torpedo Girl's the one that looks like a torpedo. Oh, okay, okay, the torpedo with legs, alright. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't even know anymore. Like, I, I didn't even know how this popped back into my head. I thought I forgot about it. <sighs> Japan. Alright, now moving away from that. Because... <laughs> yeah. Well, moving away from that, I have nothing else for this part. Yeah. So, that will end the geekishly part of the podcast. And we will take a quick break and you're going to hear something. Maybe I'll even play the bobo 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 bo theme just for the hell of it. Oh lord. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm probably going to do it anyway because why not? <laughs> so, if you if I do play it, enjoy it and we will be back in a bit. Come on, 
monkey, 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 Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the the bo 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 bo. That insane theme song. Yeah, I yeah. I actually looked it up ahead of time, and it wasn't that bad. Um, <laughs> we are moving on to the tokusatsu part of the program, and we're going the way I've set it up is that we're going to go Sentai stuff, Rider stuff, Power Ranger stuff, and then we'll throw in some other random stuff, like other Toku stuff that doesn't fall into those categories. Um, so to start off with the Sentai section, your most favorite Sentai season? 
Yeah, you're probably gonna hate me for saying this, but at the moment it's Go Busters. Hmm. Only because I haven't gotten around to watching any of the other seasons. Like I haven't seen Curiudry yet. It's on the list. It's actually at the top of the list right now because I've seen Go Busters and I've <laughs> seen Tokyuger, but I haven't seen Curiudry. Yeah. Well, Kyoto-Jir is... I'm not going to say they're my fa- it's my favorite season, but it's definitely in, like, top five, top three. Um, Go-Busters wasn't a favorite. I've been contemplating to go back to rewatch it. Because <laughs> um, I've only seen it the once through, the original airing. Um, but wow, See, I, I just binged the entire thing. Yeah, so it was like, because I watched the original airing, so I watched it week to week, and I'm just wondering if I go back to watch it straight through if I'll like it any more than I do now. Well, that's what people say about Tokyo Jirts. It's better to binge it than to watch it week to week. Yeah. Um, yeah, because watching it week to week, you tend to lose some of the, not some of the story, but some of, like, the hype. You know, especially with, like, cliffhanger episodes where, like, oh, no, what's going to happen? Find out next week. Whereas when you're binge-watching, it's like, oh, no, what happened? Get out, click, start new episode, go. And then you can see what happened, like, within seconds. So, that's one of those things. But, yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh, you suck for having Go Busters as your favorite season. You know? No, but I, I just remember you and your former co- co-host kind of oh, yeah. ripping it a new one a little bit. Yeah, it's got its problems, but like I said, every season does. You know, not every season is perfect, and anybody who says otherwise is just ridiculous. I I had a word for it, but I couldn't think of the word. Uh, no, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing either. Because, um, like, like I said, like one of my favorite seasons is Kyoduger. And now, I'm like, you know, one of the biggest things that people say against it is like, it focuses too much on Daigo, and I'm like, that's every Sentai. I don't care what you say, that's every season ever. They may have given him a little bit more attention than any other, but they still always focus on Red. Well, yeah, Tokyo focused mostly on right. Yeah. Ninager right now is majorly focusing on Takaharu, Yakumo, and Star Ninja. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we actually just got his name because we I still just call him Star Ninja. Yeah. And GoBusters focused on the three of the main three, but not really much else on the other two. Then again, what's there to talk about about a a robot? Yeah. A robot and a guy who's like not actually alive. Uh, Magic Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> who funnily enough showed up in uh i think it was in gaim gaiden or no the soccer movie yeah for gaim he he made a cameo alongside juzo's actor yeah (laughs) that was great um oh toku actors yeah I, i do like how they get around it's great i mean like how like now nagasawa who was hurricane blue showed up in forze as a teacher you know, huh. oh, I, you haven't seen Forza, have you? No, but that's because based on what people have said, I should stay away from it. You're kidding! All I've heard are good things about Forza. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I would say, like I, I always tell people, it's like if you're a fan of 
Common Rider, at least watch it once. You don't have to say it's the best thing you've ever seen, but at least give it once through. Alright, it's going to go on the list under... Let's see. Uh, I think we're going to put it under Decade. (laughs) I mean, Decade's like, I can get through it in a single day, because it's only like, what, 36 episodes? I thought it was less than that. I have all the episodes still on my computer. Yeah, it's it's a very small, small amount. Common writer. Oh no, wait, it's on my it's on my hard drive somewhere else. Thirty one. Oh, is it thirty one? It's here. What's this? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Because I have um, they re because they re aired the last two episodes of Decayed because they screwed it up. Which was one of the big things in the fandom. It was like, wait, so you just came up with this entire premise for this final movie that was going to end everything and then changed it completely. Okay. Okay. So yeah, when you get to the end, don't watch the original run, the original like television airing. Watch the special version because they changed the ending. I mean, unless you want to, but... Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever I found on TV Nihon, so... Well, they've done both, so... Alright. <laughs> I'll probably have both. Um, but, yeah, yeah. That's, that's always my recommendation. Is like You can hear good things about a certain season, you can hear bad things about a certain season, but until you watch it all the way through, you're not going to have... You're going to form your own opinion. If you watch it and you hate it, then that's fine. Like, I don't like Deno. And that's based on my opinion of watching the entire season and every movie that has come after it. It's not just, I haven't seen anything, but I hate Deno because reasons. Yeah, no, it's not that I hate Forze. I mean, I've had a, a brief experience of him in the Wizard movie. Yeah. Don't even get me started on Wizard. Um, I'm not a big fan of it. But watching it after Gaim wasn't the smartest idea either. Yeah. It's what a lot of people are saying about Drive. Huh? I tend to disagree, but that's, that's different. Um, Drive had a rough start. It, oh, yeah. It started off a little weak, but it kind of, to make a car pun, it was slow to accelerate, but now it's on full gear. <laughs> but I'm... Yeah, I had to stay fully committed to that entire car pun. Because <laughs> I, I just finished a racing game. I finished uh, the Forza Horizon Presents Fast and Furious game. Nice. Just complete perfection. And I'm like, and done. Delete off hard drive. Moving on. <laughs> Set and forget. Ugh. That's how I feel about some games. Oh yeah, I don't blame you. Um, but... So Back to Toku. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your least favorite Sentai season? Of the, like, four you've seen. Um, as of right now, it is the one that's currently going on right now, Miniger. I don't blame you. Because unless they pull a Tokuter and turn it around halfway through the season, I'm basically going to be begrudgingly watching it. Yeah, that's what I did with Tokuter. Tokuter at least had a few things that had me laugh every now and again. This one, I'm just like... Okay, so he tries to kill them, they stop, they fight a monster, Uh monster grows bigger, 
grandpa shows up out of nowhere, gives him some weird advice. I mean, let's he be honest. Let's be honest. The two best characters in that show are Kasumi and the grandfather. I, I like. I'll be honest. If Kasumi wasn't the type of character she is, I wouldn't watch that show anymore. Like, I know I just went on that whole thing of like watching the whole series through, but it's just this whole the whole series is cringeworthy. And then, especially brought on with Star Ninja and his transforming cheeseburger, it's like, uh... and just how americanized he is yeah and it's like uh, one of the things i had with that show was like wait a minute starhanger learned english by watching particular movies how did he he grew he grew up in america he learned japanese that way what what did i say you said english oh i'm saying i meant japanese he learned japanese by watching certain japanese samurai type movies and i'm like well how did he learn the entire language? How to speak it, how to say it, how to write it? Well, from Grandpa's book. <laughs> well, it was also... I guess that's true. He could Because it was uh, translated he, into English. Well, even still, I mean, he could have... I still don't... You can't learn the entire Japanese language from one movie series and one individual book. Unless it's like a how to speak and how to write Japanese type of book. Because there's just so many complicated characters and alternate characters and alternate way to say things and dialects and all this other stuff. Well, even if you just t- take a look at the last episode, most recent episode, his uh, dad and brother do speak it, but they also speak English. So I think there's a little bit of both the movies and what he picked up from his family. I guess. I mean, I just I just wish Toei for once would actually have an American character, you know, or just a, a supposed English-speaking character played by a predominantly English-speaking person. That isn't Wacker Wilson? Wacker Wilson? Wacker Wilson? Who's that? I just rem- he was like a baseball player, like an African American baseball player. Oh right, from Abba Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. The only reason why I know that is because of the Dino Thunder the Dino episode. Thunder episode. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like when they did Kaku Ranger, the the actor who played uh, Jiraiya, the Ninja Black. Yeah. He was a predominantly English speaking person. Like he if if I remember this correctly, he didn't know a lot of Japanese. So that's why when he first started playing the character, he was pretty much speaking English. And huh. and I like I liked that. Like he looked the part, but at the same time he wasn't a like born bred in japan who just happens to know a bit of english he was like i was born in america and now i'm in japan playing this japanese half half japanese half american actor he's not trying to go for the stereotype with like yeah yeah and instead of instead of uh, we get that what (laughs) yeah oh god i I just again it's like it's like are you trying to like 
pay that small bit of homage to us American or non-Japanese speaking fandom? Or are you trying to, like, make fun of that portion of the fandom? Because it's very hard to tell in this situation. Especially making the cheeseburger transformation thing. It's, I mean, you could have made it a whole slew of different things, but you well, made it a cheeseburger. It's the cheeseburger... It's the guitar gun sword. The guitar, the, the, the guitar gun sword. I actually don't mind because that can in the shape of a star. I mean, that, I don't. Again, I don't mind that because that, that that's a, that's a little different. Because that's like, you know, there's guitars in Japan, so it's not like you know, yeah, it's an American only thing. But and uh, it's the cowboy. It's the rodeo clown, Maru. It's the bison buggy. Yeah. That's yeah. just glaring American stereotypes. Yep. And they they just do they they do it too often and it's annoying. Well, I mean, there was I'm not entirely sure what it was from. I think it might have been Tokyuter, where they had the uh, the adult who was playing with who was a toy collector. It was a little like a nudge at toy collectors. Basically, the entirety of the Lego movie, as well. But yeah, that's um, a different story for a different day. I, I know there was a seat. I know there was a show that had one. It was We're, either that or it was Wizard. It was Wizard. It was definitely Wizard because the gate was the father. Okay. Yes, I remember that. It was. It was definitely Wizard. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, it's popping into my head as Wizard. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the whole nods they give to certain viewership is sort of off-kilter for me. Because it's like, are, are you trying to, like, like I said, are you trying to, like, point out and, like, be like, hey, thanks for watching? Or are you being like, we don't like it that you watch this stuff and we're going to show you why and then all the stereotypes come out? Not entirely sure. Yeah. But, yeah, that's basically Sentai. It's like, that's something that I only recently, like, within the last three years, have gotten into. Yeah. But you've you got, can blame Samurai for that. You've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Well, I have <laughs> a lot more Ryder to catch up on because Ryder was in within the last year. Yeah. Um, well, that'll make that batch of questions difficult. Um,. Well, I got two seasons to choose from, basically. <laughs> two or three. Yeah. Because um, I can't really say much about Denno, because I've only seen the first episode. Well, the first three episodes are the only good part. After that, it goes downhill, in my opinion. But, again, that's my opinion. I'll be the judge of that. Yep. <laughs> um, so, to continue with Sentai, I don't know how many you've seen, but your most favorite Sentai team-up. The team-ups, I've seen a lot of those, actually. I actually went out of my way to watch some of the team-ups. Um, let's see. Uh, I could just be stereotypical and go with the Kyuryuger Go Buster one with the Dino team-up, but <laughs> that's because I'm currently in the process of actually somehow writing it out to where the Dino Charge Rangers and the Super Mega Force Rangers could exist at the same time. Yeah. Bring all that. It's 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 a work in progress. Yep. 
still not entirely sure if I should use Zack or Adam for the Black Ranger or not. <laughs> That's the only one I'm stuck on, because I've completely ixnate Kim out of the equation and Tommy. Yeah. For reasons. And Rocky, because I just don't like Rocky. <laughs> But, yeah, that one, it was a very interesting one. And that was the most, besides the Tokyujer Kiryujer team up. Because that was, that was a fun one, too. But, all the ones that I've actually, out of all the ones I've seen, Goonger versus Shinkenger, Shinkenger versus Gosager, Gosager versus Gokaiger, Gokaiger versus Gobuster. GoBuster versus Kiryuger, and Kiryuger versus Tokyuger. Just the last six Sentai team-ups. Yeah. I haven't really found one that I didn't like overall. There are certain points that I didn't like. Like, I'm not too fond of the Goonger's personalities, but that's because I'm pretty sure Goonger was just a joke season. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just think it's funny that when it was starting to come over to America is RPM. Like, did you see Linkara's review of RPM? Yes, I did. That reaction to like, holy shit! I have to make a, a an a post-apocalyptic show based on this. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did I get myself into? Yeah, that was great, and it's uh, love it. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I, I didn't like Goonger at all. Watched it once. Haven't watched it again. I it, attempted to watch the first episode. <laughs> Keyword is attempted. Yeah, I don't blame you. But the team up with the Shinkengers weren't wasn't bad. Oh yeah, like I, I I still say well, maybe not like best team up like period, but like one of the best teams coming together type scenarios. Because it's, I mean, like, especially, like, when they all finally came together and they all transformed together and had the roll call and stuff. And I, I like it when they take off on each other rather than it's just, like, these are the two separate teams, roll call one, roll call two, we are Super Sentai explosions. When, it's, when they somehow combine the two together, that's when I like it. Like how they had the, they all they're all showed up and they're like ratty clothes and Santa Claus clothes and stuff like that. And then the, um, the Kur the Kuroko I think is what they're called show up and the screen goes in front and then it pans away and they're all wearing their perspective outfits and they do the roll call and then explosions together with the 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 sheet in the back with the logos of both of them. It's just. When you can combine them both, it makes the scene better, and they did it really good for that movie. Yeah. Though now that I think about it, I would have to put the GoBuster and Kiryuger one at the bottom <laughs> of the list, only because it wasn't as much of a GoBuster Kiryuger team up as it was a Hey, look, here's the GoBusters. Now let's focus on dinosaurs. Oh yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, Hiromu even says in the movie that he was only there to make sure that Daigo and the rest of them, you know, could 
you know, get all of the other dino heroes back. So, and and then of course they had the the fantastic scene when they were coming together for the Megazords and stuff and they're like, "Hey, the Gobusters need to do something. What are they going to do?" Uh, well, there's technology and everybody else is sort of organic. We can't really combine the two of them. You know, and they're like, "All right, well, why don't we just make the head off the lion thing become a shield?" And like, "Yeah, all right, sounds good." <laughs> I just, oh, God, it just it just kind of proves that even Toei didn't really like Gobusters. Yeah, so much so is that there wasn't a collectible gimmick. Yeah, pretty much. And I like how people were when they when Saban skipped GoBusters, and all the fans were like, "But it's like an homage to Power Rangers with the Megazords, and it's Morphin Time." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's not good for television because it doesn't have the gimmick. You can sell yeah. the you can sell the morphers, you can sell the figures." Maybe come up with a weird... I mean, like, of course, now we know with Dino Charge with the armored mode thing, with the giant charger and the chest thing. I mean, you could have come up with maybe something else besides the the mo- the, the motocross armor they eventually get in GoBusters, but, I mean... The power custom, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could have come up with something else. I mean, you definitely could have made a Battleizer. Maybe combining... Uh, Nick with Hiromu or something like that even more well, yeah it, an even more yeah. powered up version of the powered custom yeah armor yeah. so I mean it, it's possible they could have come up with more gimmicks it's just it wouldn't have as much as say dino charge because you've got all of the dino chargers and then co- they come with a little dinosaur figure things that's connected them you know, and then Not you've to got mention the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Dino Charger set. Yeah, for Comic Con. Yep, and then I mean, like they should have they should have come up with a Dino Thunder one too. Just well, we just, have just to Dino make Charge it for another year. Well, that's what people were saying is that we may get we may not get the team up, but we're definitely getting the monsters because in the in the trailer they showed the. Um, Zeltrax and Goldar? The, well, at least they showed Zeltrax. I don't know if they showed Goldar, but I know they showed Zeltrax. Well, the the Zeltrax version from the the team-up movie. Yeah. Um, I guess, speaking of team-ups, <laughs> what is your least favorite Sentai team-up? Well, I kind of just gave that away earlier. But... Yeah, it's true. Because of how little of teaming up there is between the two teams in the title, um, it would have to be the GoBuster Curioger one. Yeah. For that very reason, I mean, it it's not horrible by any stretch of the imagination. It's just at the bottom of the list of the six seen. Yeah. I haven't seen much else. I. I'm a newbie. <laughs> well, personally, I've seen. I believe. Not every team up, but pretty much every one. Like, because um, I know with team ups, they did one way back when in the seventies with Jacka and um, Go Ranger. Um, after that, I don't know if they did anymore. If they did, they may not have been as popular. 
Um, but then they picked it back up again with Kaku Ranger versus O Ranger. And then kind of from there on, they pretty much did one every year. And they started out as V Cinemas. They started out as like, oh hey, we're gonna have a new we're gonna have a new team up. Great. When's the DVD? Well, when's the DVD come out? That's essentially what it was up until I want to say the Goanger versus Geki Ranger team yeah. up. That's when they went back to putting it in theaters. And then they've just done it ever since. Yeah. I mean, there there could be other bad season team-ups and stuff. I particularly like every team-up. Obviously, I like others more than others. Like, certain ones more than others. Like, I didn't particularly like the team-up with, you know, the the dino team-up thing. Because, first of all, again, I I guess I didn't like Go Busters. But I do feel like they got the horrible shaft. Like yeah, they just got pu- they just got pushed to the side like meh screw it, and then the other part is that um it sounds like they got because I, I from what I take from what I understand they couldn't do a full lineup of all of the Jew Ranger Abba Ranger and Kyoduger because Abare Yellow's actress I guess retired from acting. So they couldn't really? do. So I'm thinking because she retired from acting, they couldn't get the full lineup. So they just got the reds. So they just got the three reds, and then because all of the Jew Rangers, all the voices, that was them. Those were that was the actors. And then, of course, you had Aubrey Blue, who showed up in person. And I just though so I think the only reason why they didn't do the full lineup transformation scene was because Abra Yellow retired. And then of course there's that one part of me like you couldn't have brought her you couldn't have asked her to come back to do this one movie. You know, they probably did. They, I mean they could yeah don't they could have I don't I don't know. And if if they didn't then why not? And if they did and she said no no that's no it's her prerogative. But I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Probably being maybe not the worst, but definitely down there, which Only sucks because, because of, it shouldn't have been. Because of one team getting the shaft. Yep. For the fact that it's dinosaurs. Yep. Which they could have just made then in their own movie. Yeah, for. I mean, to me, to me, that's what like the summer movie should have been, or like the separate movie. You know, and I'm like, why, why do it with the team up when you could have just. Because, I mean, even even the Go-Buster villains, they just kind of like, oh, hey, and here's Enter and Escape. Um, okay, how did they get here? It's like, we load ourselves, we had, like, backups and stuff, you know, like, okay, back, back, how... <laughs> backup ex machina, you know, it's like, come on, yeah. seriously? And that's how Jin came back. Oh, yeah, well, that kind of makes more sense, because the necklace thing that Jay was wearing was sort of like a plot point, if I remember correctly. You know, that was something that was in the show. And then all of a sudden he's wearing it and all of a sudden back up. Okay. So it it kind of makes more sense. And it wasn't like a... The other reason why I enter and escape died is... Or like um, ended up disappearing was because they were defeated. They were destroyed. Whereas Jin was there and he's like, 
I'm here, I'm not going to be here for a while, so let's get this thing done now type situation. So it was an understanding that he's not going to be there forever. He's going to be there so they can take care of what they need to take care of, and then he's gone again. Whereas Enter and Escape, we're like, we're back, you know, we're here and we're going to stay alive unless you defeat us. And it's just like, wow, that's pretty powerful. How did that work? Oh, uh, they pulled the ghost say, uh, well, there's a good explanation for that. Oh, action scene. The distance. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's... Yeah, I guess. It just... I just wish they had more of screen time. Especially the Go Busters. Just because it's the last time you see Jin ever. Yeah. And you only see him for a brief moment and then poof, he's gone again. Mm-hmm. And then he just randomly shows up in Gaim later on. <laughs> well, the actor, yeah. <laughs> We're not entirely sure if it is Jin or not. Because he could be. Because it is an alternate universe where soccer rules all. <laughs> that would be funny. A world where Juzo is good. <laughs> and, and Jin is alive. Of course, it could also be Magiello. And then, of Very course, good point. And then Juzo could actually be the Orphanoc from Fies. So there's that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> could so, go both ways. Yeah. Um. Speaking spe- of Ryder. Speaking of Ryder. <laughs> Segway. Your favorite Ryder season. Wow, this is. It's probably going to be the most obvious because I've only watched the most recent three. Um, and as it stands now, Gaim is obviously the best. Eh. Uh, given the choice between Wizard, Gaim, and Drive. Yeah, I, I, get, I, I would probably put it Gaim, Drive, Wizard. That's exactly how I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how a lot of people would put it. Um, there's just... Urobuchi in charge of Gaim is just like freaking well, just crazy. Well, he's in charge of 46 episodes of Gaim. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Episode 47. <laughs> Why did that need to be a thing? I know, and it's funny too, because especially once we got the. Uh, have you seen the full throttle movie? Yeah, I have. Yeah, so it's like as soon as we got the full throttle movie, it's like, wait a minute, couldn't they have had Michi's redemption here rather than in the last episode of Gaim? I, yeah. I, I don't know. Because they they could have done that. They could have like panned out and be like, Michi hasn't come in contact with any of them for a while, and then you know, Michi has that. He has that like. You know, I should probably stop doing this and try to do what Kota was trying to do in the first place and then he has his breakout moment and everything wraps up nicely. But Still doesn't explain how he managed to keep his driver and lock seeds and how he had the melon lock seed. The melon energy lock seed. Yeah. Just stashed away. Yeah, it's definitely a good question. <laughs> One question I don't think will be answered. No, because we also now have a Baron statue. Yeah. With another Sengoku driver. I did think of that, actually. And all, all I can think of is, like, what if they found a way to reboot Kaito? 
Like they, uh, they they get like a robot expert and then they go through him and they figure out okay well we need to do this that and the other thing and there you go he's back up and running again. Given the descriptions for the uh, Gaim Gaiden two, we have Ryoma's story which takes place before the events of Gaim, and then Zach's which takes place after Gaim. Huh. With a Neo Baron. I I have I honestly. I, I honestly haven't looked at any of the spoilers for those movies. I've I've watched the the um the melon and what was the other Ringo? one? Ringo, the apple lock seed. Yeah, I I watched those. Yeah, but well, another podcast kind of led me to that. A certain I... rambling podcast. Uh, well, you can say yeah, I don't care. Writers, oh, rappers, no, and I ramble. Just, I just, oh, I just love leaving obscure references in. Oh yeah, just for fun. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, because well, because like I said, Eric was on. Eric Barry was on here, and he's from the Ranger Command Power Hour. Um, I've recently become friends with Chris from the Toku Nation podcast. I've kick back, kick back, you know. Yeah. Um, me and him, we, 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 me and him is like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to just, what's the, I know there's a saying for it. I'm going to put all the apples on the plate, I guess, sort of thing that me and him talked about it once about, um, watching go busters again. Cause <laughs> I think, I think he, cause I told him that I've been meaning to watch it and he said the same thing. And then we would just like watch it like week by week. I don't know if you meant like week by week and we have a podcast about it, but more of like we just like we decide, okay, every week we're gonna be, okay, today we have to watch one. Today we have to watch two, da 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 down the line. So I I'm calling him out on it if he even listens to this, that we still have to do that. Uh, maybe if Eric listens, he can nudge him over because they're good friends yeah, too. There we go. <laughs> Eric will probably listen in. Yeah. And a few other people. Nah, I, oh, I'm trying. Oh, hopefully, now that you're here, we can get this podcast up and running and try to be at least bi-weekly. People say that's bi-weekly. not a word, but I'm using it anyway. Well, that's how Ranger Command does it. They do it every other Saturday. Well, because yeah, my initial, my initial, so we're getting sidetracked again. But my initial thing was that I wanted this podcast to air the opposite week of Ranger Command. So it was like Ranger Command would air, then mine, and then Ranger Command, then mine type situation. But, I mean, they've become so popular with all their interviews and stuff, which, if you haven't noticed, they put out a new episode where they interviewed a couple of Red Rangers. Go watch, go listen to it, give it a listen, you know, follow it, subscribe to them, you know, <laughs> good podcast. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, also, Toku Nation, even though their podcasts tend to be a really sporadic, but they've got lives yeah. and babies and stuff. Yeah, talking Toku. Very I, good podcast to listen to, just very sporadic because real life situations. Yeah, well, ba- we babies might end up and jobs. hearing them again on uh, April Fool's Day for Taco Nation. Oh yeah, Taco Nation. Not a big yeah. fan of tacos, but they made it sound really interesting. <laughs> I just <laughs> laughed the entire time. I was, <laughs> I was doing laundry in there. Yeah, was, yep. But once again, sidetracking. Yes. All okay. right. Back to writer. I don't. I think this next question pretty much answers itself. Your least Wizard. favorite writer station. <laughs> Yeah, I can. I I don't know if I could say it was the worst, but it's def. It is 
definitely like pretty damn close. Well, I mean, like to me, Deno is the worst. And, the, and, and then there's Wizard. Yeah. Watching it after Gaim just wasn't the best idea. Yeah. And uh, the only character I liked was Beast. Or Monsieur Mayonnaise, as yeah. I like to call him. Yeah. That's another series I've only watched once through, and I don't want to go watch it again. I'm still working on the Magic Land stuff. Yeah. And it's the alternate reality where everyone's a detective and everyone's a wizard. And... Well, no, it's just everybody's a wizard. And then, yeah. No, but the main core people are detectives now. Were and they? This was like the V Cinema, whatever. Magic Land. Not the wizard in Magic Land, but... Hold on. I think I have it. Do I have it on my laptop? Or is it... Uh, nope, it's probably on my hard drive. Crap. <laughs> well, because... The, the V Cinema. I think I missed that. Yeah. Um, Alright, plugged it in. Let's see. I think you've covered up your speaker. I did? Your mic. Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Well, yeah, your mic became very muted. Or, like, muffled. The The recording's still working, so we're fine. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, like I said, it just got muffled. Yeah. Uh, da 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 uh, Common Rider Wizard. Oh. Yeah, it's Common Rider Wizard Magica Land. So I... it's. I don't remember that. Oh, wait, was that the one where. It's the multi part series. Well, yeah, was that the one that had the, um. The, like, other, like, detective characters showing up, like, Decky Yellow and Axel? Uh, probably. Or was that the net movies? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't even remember. care at this point. Yeah. I, 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 I remember, like, less than nothing from that show. And... And it was funny, too, because it actually had a gimmick, but was it didn't, it didn't have as big of a gimmick. I mean, like, it was coming off Forze that had the 40... The 40-plus 40 uh, switches... You know, and then they go to Wizard, who had, like, four, eight, nine, maybe they, There was a lot of rings. No, there's a lot of rings out there, actually. Because you have the transformation rings, then you have all the little side rings, then you have the other people's transformation rings, and then the movie rings, and then the rider rings. That's true. I forgot about the rider rings. I actually have the Flame Dragon one. It's the click of the visor going up and down. Ah, uh, yeah. See, I don't have any of the Sentai or Rider merchandise because it's a little on the expensive side. Well, it's I don't have a lot either, but for what I make up for and not having the actual toys, I make up for having, like, ringtones and stuff. Like this. Wait, no, that's not it. And this is it. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've also got the whole thing of, uh... The lock seed? Here, yeah. like, here. Look on. 
So I have the whole transformation thing. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything like that on my phone. I I will I will say though, as much as I didn't like the show of Wizard, it ha- the belt sounds and stuff like that, I did like like the whole. Believe it or not, the gimmick of the show, I liked. The wizard, the rings, all of that, I liked. It was just the character, uh, the characters surrounding him, and essentially the plot I didn't like. No, it I just, mean, it got too convoluted. And I mean, how, how could you not like this? I mean, how could you not like that? Well, it's your crotch singing that, and you're putting your hand to your crotch. So. Yeah. And I, I, I just like... I don't know, just the sound effects. You know, when, like, it was kind of that epic moment where he did that and then you would just hear... It's just... That's just awesome to me. And don't get me wrong. The uh, Infinity Dragon insert song is pretty fantastic. I don't know if I listened to that one. It's for, uh, by the Common Rider Girls. Oh no, I'm out. Common Rider Girls, to me, in my opinion, are the worst thing to happen to the Rider series. So then you're not gonna like the Type Tridron song. Oh no, I don't. And like when I watched the the Cho AU side 2015, um, they the Common Rider Girls come out and sing a couple songs. I skip that. There's a song with Rider Chips where I don't even know what the song is or what the show is from or what the song is from, but like they're all they all of a sudden break out in this like really fast paced rock song, and the Common Rider girls are just standing up on the stage behind him dancing, and I'm like, this, this right here is the reason why the Common Riders girls exist because they needed to have some reason to have a female. I don't know other than what to say other than gimmick. To help try to get girls to like Common Rider, so let's let's just bring in Common Rider girls. You know, young boys growing up, they could probably start liking girls, and then you've also got the girls that be like, "Hey, females, maybe I can like this show now." And Instead of giving us a proper female writer, yeah. And I'm like, and especially now during Drive, it's like you have Kiriko, the perfect person to be a writer, and you just not doing it. I hope that. When if she if it doesn't happen before before Drive ends, that when we get the team up between Drive and Ghost, she becomes one somehow. Like how they made um. Oh, you haven't seen that show. I'm not going to say that then. <laughs> you ha- I almost I almost spoil things, so I'm not going to say that. But there's there is another show that did it good with a female writer, and she survived, which is big. Yeah, the only female writers I really were was introduced to Marika and Jam 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 Gaim. That kind of counts. And then you had um, one of the common rider mages from Wizard. Oh yeah, who also played the um, the Medusa character. Yeah, because there was twins. That, yep. Don't get me wrong, that plot twist was cool. It's like, wait, that's Medusa. No. Twins? Wow. And wait, she didn't die? Became a common Rider? Holy shit. You know, so that was, don't get me wrong, that was huge. Again, some of the plot I liked, but overall it was just cringeworthy. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just glad Wizard's done and over with. And... Yeah. 
even the game crossover movie was it's just yeah, like no 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 yeah well i liked the forze uh the forze wizard crossover i've rewatched it a few times but i tend to watch the forze part skip the wizard part and then go to the team up part <laughs> i don't because, blame you because just wizard and then I guess we can swing into the whole segue of what your most favorite rider team-up is. Well, it's going to have to be the full-throttle movie war ties in or whatever for a drive-in Gaim. Just that scene alone of Gaim drive arms and drive-type yeah. fruits getting into Trideron and being like, nope, yeah. nope, <laughs> this isn't working. Yep. Let's go back to our normal suits and get in and then it's like uh, seatbelt Mr. God for <laughs> yeah, from drive to guy. <laughs> yep and um, then guy's the- like so are we gonna drive there it's like nope we're gonna fly and they just like fly away yep <laughs> uh, the one thing I did like about that is when Gaim used the drive lock seed he didn't hit it and, it went, and then it was the, the actual like the normal sound for a lock seed it was actually uh, belt the yeah. belt son's voice so that was cool yeah it overall just both like all three parts of that movie the the gaim part the drive part and and the uh the team up part was just fantastic yeah common rider lupin was kind of a, a stretch with the golden brake gunner yeah <laughs> and i mean uh, one of the things that got me actually with the 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 wizard part was they destroyed Lupin. The number survived, went into a uh, was it the viral core, and came back as like a mirage, and then disappeared. Like it's still out there somewhere, but we haven't seen it. So are we going to see it by the end of the series? Or is this going to be like a special V-Cinema thing? Is it going to come back in the team-up with Ghost? Probably not. <laughs> it's like, he's like, oh wait, he survived. Went into a viral core. And he left. Never to be seen again. Okay. <laughs> Still out there somewhere, but we'll never see him again. <sighs> Even though he says, this isn't the last time you've seen me. Yeah. Whatever. And then he just vanishes. And... Yep. Yeah, well. <sighs> I just love the little mock cameos. He's like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yep. And how he, if, from what I could tell, he actually brought back belts on. Because how he, like, touched it and there was, like, sparks. Yeah. He touched the belt and there was, like, some sparks or whatever. So, I, I mean, like... I when you think about it, Mach not being there would have meant that Beltzon would have been, you know, dead. Well, it was also the shift cars flying around Shinosuke and the... Oh, yeah, I'll admit that scene was cool when they were flying around him and they were making the whole, like, the circle getting bigger and smaller. Yep. And this isn't... This isn't... That wasn't the... Well, no, that was the first time we saw the, uh, the drive driver shut down then it shuts down again for Type Trideron, and it's going to shut down a third time in the summer movie where we see Shinosuke with the signal axe just chopping it open. Yeah. Getting the Trideron key out of it. 
where we will get to see Super Dead Heat Drive. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, Basically, so, Machine Chaser plus oh, yeah. Motor Drive. It, they, they essentially did the same thing they did with Dead Heat Form. The normal Dead Heat Form. Because the normal Dead Heat Form for Drive is essentially Mach with a few accessory changes. You know. Yeah. And then now you've got Type Dead Heat what was it? What was it called? Uh, super dead heat. Super super dead heat. Or it's show no, dead heat. Yeah, it's nothing more than drive helmet cut in half with the body being uh, Chase's Roymude form, I guess. Uh, the machine chaser form. Machine chaser, yeah. Because he has a standard Roymude form, and then oh yeah, it's, machine that's chaser, true. and then common rider chaser, and uh, yeah. <sighs> but that should be interesting. Yeah, and we're so far behind. <laughs> Summer movie out in August, but we won't get it until like December. Yay! <laughs> the life of an the life of a non-Japanese Toku fan. Yeah, seriously. All right. So, I don't know how, how many of the team ups have you seen for Ryder. The three, the the Wizard Forze, Gaim Wizard, and Drive Gaim. All right, Plus well, the Common Rider ties in with and the Gaim Common Rider ties in. Well, this be, this question will be easy to answer. Then, what's your least favorite rider team up? The Sengoku War with the Gaim and Wizard. Yeah, because, understandable. <laughs> because the alternate reality sort of thing and. It just didn't really make a lot of sense. Though my favorite part was seeing Takatora do the keet, the space Kita when he used the Forze arms. And he's like, wait, uh, yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> well, because like, I, I like when he did it. He's like, he, he's, he's like started, he's like, Uchu, and then he's like, and that's all you're getting from me. And he's like questioning himself, why am I doing this? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was great, though. Yeah. Again, again, it's the whole situation of the the Gaim part being good, the Wizard part sucking, and then the team up being the team up being decent, eh, being you know? mediocre. Yeah, and it's like anything that involves Wizard and Wizard alone sucks. I will say though, <laughs> we may have to bring some of these questions back when you've seen some of the new some of the other seasons and other team ups and stuff. That'll be a future questionnaire for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... E- either that, or... What we'll do... Actually, what we can do is that... When you start rewatching stuff, we can have a small segment like, you know, what's Sean watching now? And then we can talk about, like, the episodes and stuff you've seen of certain shows. And then when it comes to team-ups, maybe we can do live watches. I really do like live watches. Have I mentioned that? yeah like me and my crazy live tweeting i mean there was a time and place where i live tweeted an entire day a lot of it was me drinking water and live tweeting that (laughs) well i know i've live tweeted toku before and i've lost followers who are not into tokusatsu so that tells you how much (laughs) tells you how much i've done it for me it's like i have 
220 followers, and I just live-tweet everything. Most of my tweets don't even make sense. Um, yeah. I mean, my favorite one within the last week was when I was playing Borderlands. Borderlands logic. Gun has room for six shells, holds 11 rounds. Makes sense. It's a shotgun. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yep, that sounds about right. And me uh, totally subscribing to those mail-order shave services if I actually shaved. Yeah, I don't. I trim. Exactly. <laughs> Why shave when you can just trim it all away? Exactly. Eh. All right, so... Some people do. All right, well, Japanese stuff over with for now. On to something that you'll have a better grasp on. Your most favorite ranger season. Okay. Let's see. Because I actually have a few, but I can limit it down to one Disney, one Saban, and I'm basically saying screw you to pre-Disney Saban because I don't remember any of that. <laughs> so Dino Charge for the Saban stuff, even though we've only seen eight episodes of it, I absolutely love it. Oh, I don't, I don't blame you. I'm not. <laughs> I agree with you. And then from the Disney era, I'm leaning more towards RPM, but it's kind of somewhere in between Jungle Fury and RPM. Yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Jungle Fury. I don't I don't I I always I have this just like uh, distaste for the Disney season just because of the crap they pulled with like Overdrive and Mystic Force or as I like to call it Nictastic Farce. Mystic Force isn't as bad as Overdrive, thank Well, no. Well, no. Over oh, I mean like the answer to the next question, Ranger least favorite Ranger season pretty much Overdrive for pretty much everybody. Well, yeah. At least Mystic Force is watchable. Yeah. If not uh, just for Xander and Daggeron alone. <laughs> for me, it's Xander. Well, it's just Doggy Kruger out of suit, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Jungle Fury for me kind of holds a, a little bit of a more special place for me. Because I used to watch it all the time with my little sister. I mean, we still yeah, watch Power Rangers together every now and again, and it's kind of cute. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. Because there's a ten-year difference between us. Wow. So the difference is, I know what the original stuff was, and she's only Disney. Well, yeah, because right, so I mean, I'm, there are a lot of people that probably like, the Disney era was my favorite, because it's, it's, it's when I got into it. And I'm like, well, you know, that's, that's your thing. You know, I've watched Power Rangers since the beginning. You know, and people, you know, I, there's a lot of people who have seen Power Rangers from the beginning and be like, Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is my favorite season, and I'm like, how? I mean, like, don't get me, don't get me wrong, nostalgia's sake, there's a lot of people that could say it. Like, whenever, like, you know, when you get out of the fandom and you mention Power Rangers, the first thing they think of is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Everything, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, no, they first think of Tommy. Yeah, it's true. And then... And then you tell them, it's like, well, it's been going on for, like, you know, 20 years. And they're like, you're kidding. I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. It's been going on for 20 years. And they just can't believe it. And and it's that's the problem. In mainstream media, P 
Power Rangers is all, always known as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You show people Kamen Rider. Oh, that's just Power Rangers. No, it's not. It's got nothing to do with Power Rangers. <laughs> but they see that, and that's what's thrown into their head. So when you've been watching Power Rangers all your life, and you say, oh yeah, I love Power Rangers, watch it all the time. It's, it's like, well, it only had, what, one season? And then you just, you give them that, like, really? 21 Ta- going on to 22 years. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, like, like I, I probably, like, Dino Charge... It's hard to say Dino Charge is the favorite. Don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic season so far. I just don't know if you could say it was the best. Because we came off of one of the worst series with Super Megaforce. So, I mean, it's like going from crap to gold. Where you say gold is the best. When in actuality, maybe Diamond would be the best. But from crap, gold is better. It's like leagues better. Well, if I were to choose a... Uh, first generation Saban, I would actually have to go with uh, either Zeo or Time Force. I was kind of hoping you'd say Time Force. Because <laughs> that's probably my favorite yeah. out of... Don't get me wrong. Time Force was pretty pretty great for what it was. Yeah. And I still say... Oh, actually, we'll get to that. Um... Yeah, okay. I was, was going to make mention of something, but we'll get to that in a second. But Zio was the first season I remember. Yeah, I can see that. Of course, for me, it was not about Tommy. It was all about the Gold Ranger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... I you... still have a picture of me as a kid, and in that picture I'm holding both a Green Ranger figure and a Gold Ranger figure. <laughs> well... Small tidbit, I don't know if I've said this on a podcast, you can correct me if I have since you binge-watched them. I used to have gold Xeonizers when I was younger. Which no, you haven't said that. Which is funny because they made toys of the gold Xeonizers. Yeah. But he didn't use them in the show. No, he just waved his hands in the air and the staff made some noises. Yeah. And... So it was, I had them, I think I threw them away. I'm not happy with it, I'm not proud of it, but I think I did. And I'm kind of mad that I did, because if anything, I could have kept them for myself. Or if I needed to, I could have sold them and got a lot of money for them. Because they were rare. They're not just like, oh, they're Xeonizers. No, they're gold Xeonizers. I just feel kickback's going to come out of nowhere and kick you in the face. I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can... I, I, I kick myself anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Zeo for the nostalgia factor, but Time Force was definitely better written. Yeah. And then Jungle Fury slash RPM. RPM more so because of how different it was from any other Ranger season. Yep. And RPM suffered from the same thing that In Space fell for. That last like, season. Last season, go all out and make it spectacular. And boy, did they do it. Well, that's what happened with the Wild Force finale. Because Wild Force was technically going to be the end. But it's technically the end of Saban. So they threw whatever they had at it. Yeah. But. Um. 
Okay. So, the thing I was the thing I wanted to bring up, we brought up in this question, your most favorite Ranger team up. Okay. Find one that actually was good. <laughs> because I can't use once a Ranger. Once a Ranger does not count for me. No. Nope. Only only because it's an overdrive, and overdrive is the steaming pile of shit in the fandom. That, and it kind of suffers from the uh, the Go-Buster not, factor. Not really being a team-up, and it's only because yeah. it's only because Bridge finally gets to be the Red Ranger, and Adam comes back and gets a new morph sequence. Yep. And we get to see Bridge and his uh, buttery toast all over oh, again. Oh yeah, the, I'll admit that was great. You know, he's like... <laughs> Master Bridge, your toast. And he's like, is it? And he does the hand move of it. And then the, the butler's like, the butteriest. And I'm like, well, that was great. Yeah, the butler is my favorite character from Overdrive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, but let's see. Uh, no. No. That was horrible. Well, like, I I don't like Wild Force. I've said it many times probably not in the podcast but i've said it before no you said Um, it okay i've said it i I don't (laughs) like it for many reasons um but i have to say the best ranger team up in my opinion is reinforcements from the future because it does everything it brings the two teams together they're not fighting each other there's a little bit of you know smack talk in the beginning but eventually, you know, uh, Wes and Eric join them on the Animarium. They have their coming together moment, and then uh, they find Jen, and then everybody else comes back. And they bring Rancic. They fi- essentially they finish the Time Force storyline while not pushing Wild Force to the side, and that's what makes a good team up: is that you can finish a story. While also continuing another one at the same time. The same could be said, actually, about the uh, In Space Lost Galaxy. Yeah. There's that there, that one a, had a big impact, too. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like behind-the-scenes stuff that kind of pushes it down for me. Yeah. Well, see, the Lights, the, light, the, the Lightspeed Lost Galaxy one is pushed down the list by a lot of fans... Because of the girl. The little girl. And her being, like, the center of attention. Oh, no, that's the In Space... No, okay, I'm thinking of Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue. You're talking about In Space, Lost Galaxy, right? Yeah, the one where... Yeah. The one where Kendrick's... We get our first Ranger death. Oh, yeah, yep, okay, yeah. For some reason, I went straight to Lightspeed Rescue and Lost Galaxy. Um... No, so yeah. that one we got a different Zord combination that was never seen in toys. Yeah. Yep. Um, but def- yeah, def- definitely, yeah, I, I can agree with you. The the to the tenth power is a good is a good team up. Yeah. And it, it see it kind of made it better too because they stayed there. It wasn't like oh hey come together talk a little fight roll roll call fight. Ending scene, they go their separate ways. Because it was a two-parter, wasn't it? And then no, Corona... no, to the to the tenth power was a one-parter. But, but the they stayed. Episode. They stayed for like a couple a couple episodes, and then they left 
with the episode where Kendricks died. Yeah, okay. Because I kind of consider that whole set of episodes the team-up episode. Well, yeah, I mean, you can maybe consider it like a two- to three-parter, but the actual, like, you know, team-up episode was to the tenth power. Yeah. There were, then there was the rest where, like, the pinks were transformed together. And I think really the only reason why they stayed longer was probably because, like, Howlin' Kara said they were going to have Cassie as the new Lost Galaxy Pink Ranger. But then that whole thing happened and then she stopped. They d- decided against it. Um, so I think that's pretty much the why they, why they continued to stay there. Otherwise, they probably would have done the whole roll call fight ending scene and then they're gone. But. Yeah. So it's kind of a tie between that one and reinforcements of the future. Yeah. But because they're just very they're strong team up episodes. Oh yeah, because well, cause like I said, when it focuses on both teams rather than one more than the other, that's when you have a good team up. Because that makes it a team up rather than just like, you know. I'd Having like one a, ranger there. Yeah, like an episode an episode of Time Force featuring Lightspeed Rescue. It's you know, it's or the Lightspeed Clash Rescue of the Red Rangers movie. The what movie? The Clash of the Red Rangers Samurai oh, yeah. versus RPM. Yeah. Or Samurai versus uh Scott. Scott, yeah. Had to come in on an interdimensional subway. <laughs> I mean, it made sense. For Goanger, because of the different dimensions. Yeah. Well, even they said RPM took place in a different dimension. So Only to retcon it. Oh, yeah. Because of how people had it set up in their head. RPM took place a little after Jungle Fury, because of the Jungle Karma Pizza. And then SPD kind of happened with the utopian future afterwards. Yeah. It's kind of how the timeline was set, but then, but then we have samurai go. Nope, nope, nope. Cuts it with the samurai sword. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not how it happened. RPM, shut that out of the timeline. It's in its own little bubble, and here it is: Jungle Fury to Samurai. Done. Yep. And that kind of ticked me off. Oh, I don't blame you. I'm I'm right there with you. Because I had everything worked out. I had the entire timeline worked out. And it was funny, too, because um, something Linkara brought up. I keep bringing up Linkara because he makes such good points in his videos. He does. Um, one of the things he said was um, something they could have... Like, when they did Samurai, they could have continued after RPM because he he made a point of saying... What what happens after the RPM finale? Well, we know that during SPD, aliens and humans live together. And there's no... I mean, there's probably the same conflicts, but it's not really, you know... Oh my god, we're being invaded. It's more of like, hey, that guy's got, like, green face and weird hair type situation. And they could have had it where... Aliens come to the planet because they heard something was going on and they stay to help rebuild the Earth. And then Samurai could have started off there. 
like you know while they're rebuilding the earth they open the crack which lets in the Sanzu River and then samurai rangers have to fight to defend it type thing and they just didn't do that they just instead they they pulled something writers should never do and they just like you said they just put the samurai sword to it and said cut it off nope we're doing something completely different they retconned it yep and look what happened it came out and it was a farce not as bad as what happened three years later but (laughs) yeah yep with the super mega farce yep I mean mega force is watchable I mean yeah Troy doesn't have a personality that's fine (laughs) And he's possibly in love with a robot. Totally okay with that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been following RoboNet on Twitter for far too long. Oh, yeah, well, I do too, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright. So, what is your least favorite Ranger team-up? Clash of the Red Rangers. I mean, it was nice to see Scott back, but... Well, it wasn't technically Scott. I mean, it, it was, but it wasn't. It was his voice. No, it wasn't. It was confirmed to be Ika Darville using a pseudonym. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Fun fact. Um. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I thought it came out that, no, it wasn't him. I guess I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to say that, yeah, but before that, it would probably have been the Lightspeed Rescue Lost Galaxy team-up. Yeah, because that didn't make any sense. No. And again, it's it's because of the whole thing with the girl, and how the entire focus of the show, or the, the episode, was on the girl. It also just didn't make any sense. They were on Miranoi, or, yeah, Miranoi? Miranoi. Yeah, okay. I'm getting my planets mixed up. Curse you, Zordon of Eltar! (laughs) No, don't curse you. It was actually a great fan film. Everyone should go watch it. I I agree. But, yeah, Miranoi. And that's where the Lost Galaxy Rangers were, and that's where Bulk was. Still have no real explanation for how Bulk got back to Earth. (laughs) No, they never really did explain that, did they? Eh, Portals. (laughs) <laughs> time warps yeah basically yeah, maybe maybe they maybe they called upon uh oh no that's that was to happen i was saying maybe they called time force and like west let them through but then that happens after no it's more like the portals that led from the moon to miranoi at the beginning of yeah yeah because you know the moon has a breathable atmosphere oh in yeah the power Ranger universe yep where you can go up there and you can fight in Battlestar Galactica outfits. Starship Troopers outfits. Is that what that was? I thought it was Battlestar yeah. Galactica. No, it was Starship Troopers, actually. Okay. <laughs> well, because I, I knew they were used by something else. I thought it was Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, it's one of those space shows or space yeah. movies. But yeah. And then you can also go up there and fight the Beetleborgs. Who are voiced by ex-Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Finding a smaller version of Serpentera. Oh, yeah. That is like, somehow destroyed by a bicycle. By a motorcycle that has an eagle face. Yep. Or a phoenix face. <laughs> oh, forever red. 
Yeah. So much potential, but blown up by Bandai. Toys! Toys everywhere! But yeah. The only reason I just really wanted to see Flynn again, just for the just for the sheer Scottish factor. <laughs> I d- oh, I'm Scottish. Yeah, that I mean, like that has to go down as the best Power Ranger episode ever. That's the best line ever. Well, I mean, just that, just the whole episode, because like you know, if if anybody was like, you know, it's a kid show, it's a kid show, it's a kid show, and I'm like, watch this episode, watch that one episode, Ranger Blue from RPM. Watch it because it's a great backstory for Flynn, but then it also comes back to the whole tropes of the explosion. Oh, you mean the energy runoff after the transformation process finishes? You know, and it's you know, the googly eyes. It's like no, they're actually sensors for the the you know, for the HUD, and it's like you know, it's great because they bring up all of the weird aspects of the show, make fun of them without. Making fun of them, I guess? They're poking fun at themselves. Yeah. They're poking fun at their own tropes. And, the, and it's the it's tropes great. of, like, Red Ranger's the leader, Yellow's the girl, Black's the dr- dark and dreary guy, the green's goofball, and what are you? I'm Scottish! <laughs> I'm Scottish! That was great. And then there was the Braveheart reference. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, man. RPM was just it was it was a really well done season. Yeah. And I'm glad we have Chiplin back. Oh yeah. The the only thing like I like Dino Charge. The only thing that I don't like about Dino Charge is that it's on Nickelodeon with these seasons. And now I don't know if that's us coming from being Power Ranger fans expecting Sentai esque runs where it's just go. Maybe a week or two off every now and then, but just like Season starts, go, season ends, rather than, like, season starts, eight episodes, four-month hiatus, eight more episodes, hiatus, you know, and then it continues from there. Because, I mean, we're still only getting, what, like, 36 episodes? So, we're, I getting, mean, we're getting 20 episodes for both seasons, so total so of, like, 40 episodes 40 40-ish. episodes-ish. Yeah. So, I mean, it just... I always said, it's like, I always wanted to say, just get it off Nickelodeon. Move it somewhere else. But then people are like, no, actually, it's the best thing because it gets the most, like, gets the most eyes. And I'm like, well, then go nag freaking Nickelodeon so they can stop airing so much Spongebob and start airing other shows. Like, seriously, I, like, there was one point where I didn't actually sit down and watch the channel, but, like, I would go back to the, because I use my, my television as a monitor, my main my main computer monitor yeah. and I would go back to the television ass part of it and it would be like SpongeBob. Okay. I'd go away from the television back to my computer for like three or four hours and go back. What's on Nickelodeon? SpongeBob. And I'm like, seriously? They've only made certain amounts of SpongeBob episodes, but the way they act is if they like they've made hundreds of them. And I'm like, they haven't. Nope. It's just that they now can mix and match because every SpongeBob episode is two episodes, so you can mix and mash the two episodes, including the new episodes. I mean, there yep. was at one point in time uh, where we had three different Nickelodeons. You had Nickelodeon West, Nickelodeon East, and the Nicktoons. Yeah. All three of them were just playing SpongeBob eight hours a day. 
Yep. It's, it's just, it's like, I'm like, if you like Spongebob that much, why not just make a new channel? The Spongebob channel. Yeah, the Spongebob channel. I mean, you can have, you know, new Spongebob-based spinoffs. You can have, um, you can air the movies, make more movies just for television. You know, you can have Spongebob-only commercials selling more merchandise. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Make your own channel for Spongebob. That way you can focus Nickelodeon on actually helping other shows. And making new shows. Basically. <sighs> but yeah, no, it's... Power Rangers isn't going to find a new home anytime soon. Nope. Nickelodeon's paying them a lot of... There's a lot of money going unless, in. Unless Saban all of a sudden decides to make his own channel. He tried that. Didn't work. Well, I know he had the Vortex, but that was just a block on CW, wasn't it? Yeah, and that failed epically. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if he just got more shows, he would have no problem making a channel. Yeah, but it's not like he's going to bring back the Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. Well, not not even that. I mean, they have they have Digimon. You can air a Digimon. Um, you've got Power Rangers. You could go after some other shows, get those shows, and put them on there. It's possible, I just don't know if they've looked at it properly, rather than like, hey, let's make a channel, put a half-assed effort in. Eh, it didn't work. Oh, well. Or, you know, try to readapt a writer for American audiences. That's another thing they could... I mean, like, when, when we got the whole, like, rumored Power Rider thing, everybody was like, ugh. I'm like, yes, please. I was excited for it. Because they were going up with Forze, which from a... From a common Rider fan standpoint, is a decent place to go because it's really kind of based off American high school system, but then it's also really gimmicky with all the sh- the switches. So you could have had a really strong gimmick alongside a possible relatable like plot. And it would have been a real big hit. And the fact that they didn't go with it, obviously it was just a fake rumor, but the re- like the the writer fan part of me is really mad that they didn't like swing with the idea and go, oh yes, okay, let's do that. Because it could have made them money. Oh, it, it could have made a ton of money. Yeah, and it still can. They just don't bother trying. Because Masked Rider. And all the people are like, <laughs> don't let Saban get Common Rider anymore because of Masked Rider. And I'm like, dude, that was, you know, 20 plus years ago using Black you know, Black RX footage. We've even acknowledged Mighty Morphin Power Rangers isn't as great as we remember as a child. I don't <laughs> think that, I mean, like, I'm not expecting a Common Rider Dragon Knight type show. But, you know. I didn't actually watch Dragon Knight. Was it actually good? I'm not going to say it was great. I'm not going to say it was terrible. Ah, mediocre. Awesome. Yeah, it had its ups and downs. I will admit to that. But Ah, the mediocre at best. Yeah, I would say watch it. Give it a once watch through, just like I always say with everything. And then you can form... I mean, like... I mean, if I... You know, if it's with, um, what was it, Gawanger, you watch the first episode and you're like, I can't do this, then, you know, 
you don't have to, but at least give it a shot first before you before make your own opinion. It. Yeah. Alright. So let's say that's Power Rangers. Yep. The least okay. Alright. Cool. And now, the last segment I have for the Toku part, which I don't know how much you've seen. Your most favorite other Toku show. Now that can be anything that would be considered tokusatsu. Okay, let's see. Haven't seen much of any other Japanese toku. I mean, my experience with Kaider was from Gaim. My experience with the Space Sheriffs was Wizard, Go Busters, and the uh, the uh, superhero Tizen Z. Yeah. So, oh, and the. Space Sheriff Gavin episodes of uh, Gokaiger. The the movie. The movie, yeah. The movie. Movie. Yeah. That was a great movie. Yes. <laughs> that was that was fun. Having the same actor play three different roles. Oh yeah. Yep. That was Absolutely great. Hilarious. But I haven't seen much of any other Toku on the Japanese side. But on the American side. Anything that was on Fox Kids, I basically watched. <laughs> yeah. So the VR Troopers, the Beetleborgs, the Mystic Knights of Tirnanog, if you can consider that a Maritoku. Well, it was. It was? It was, it was yeah, that's what a lot of people consider it as, because it was American-made. Oh. It, didn't, it, it didn't have any Japanese counterpart. That was Saban's grasp to try to make his own tokusatsu series. It didn't stick, but... I mean, it wasn't horrible. Yeah, I don't remember it, honestly, and there's no way to watch it. Yeah, it wasn't Operation Overdrive, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch Mystic Knights of Tyrannog ten times more than I would watch Overdrive again. And I haven't seen Kamen Rider Dragon Knight, but... The Beetleborgs and the VR Troopers were fun, that's for sure. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I haven't really seen much of the Beetleborgs actors. And, I mean, we only really see Ryan Steele from the Troopers around yeah. because he voiced the Gold Ranger. Yeah. Yep. Which didn't really make sense because... And don't, and don't forget, he was supposed to be the White Ranger from Mighty Morphin. Yeah, there was that test footage of Tommy as a... <laughs> as the, the Cybertron, I think it was called. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. That was exciting, but weird. Um, I would suggest, as far as Japanese tokusatsu, um, there's there's the Chosation series, which is Grand Caesar, Just Riser, and Caesar X. I would recommend watching those. It's in that order: there's Grand Grand Caesar, Just Riser, and then. Caesar X. Okay. Um, there's Tomika Hero Rescue Force and Tomika Hero Rescue Fire. Those are two good series, and they're they're together. So it's Rescue Force and then Rescue Fire, and they kind of bleed together. Um, another good series is Rukendo, which is made by the same people as Tomika Hero Rescue Force and Fire, um, and they even make a brief cameo in the Rescue Force movie. So it's that's kind of continuity for you. Um, 
I would also suggest if you're more into the darker stuff, Garo. Garo is also a good season or a good series to watch. There's also a lot of Garo. I will put that out there. There is a lot of Garo from movies to specials to series. Plus now they've got now, now they've got the anime going on. So that that's something you have to put everything into to watch. Yeah, might um, not be ready to fall down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I think that's really all I got, though. But those are like big recommendations. Um, also, it doesn't help. Uh, it helps their cause that uh, um, the Tomika Hero series, the um, the songs for Rescue Fire, were done by Jam Project. So that in itself is like a huge like step. For people like if you tell them, it's well, you may it may not be for you because you're kind of new to the Japanese toku era, like part of it. But yeah. For people who've been around for a while and kind of know Japanese music, once you say like you should watch to make a hero rescue force and fire, and they're like, eh, but rescue fire music is mostly jam project, and they'll be like, you know, stamp it down. I'll do it. I'll watch it. So. And it's it's got good like the intro's good this, the characters are good I highly recommend if you're going to watch any of the stuff I recommend watch Rescue Force and Rescue Fire you will not regret it okay especially Rescue Force especially because the actor who plays Date from Common Rider O's and who played have have you seen the 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 Space Sheriff movies the Next Generation movies no okay. Well, the actor who plays the captain from Tomika Hero Rescue Force also played Date, a.k.a. Kamen Rider Birth from O's. He also played the new uh, Space Sheriff Scheider from okay. the movie. So, Because I, I think I've seen Scheider, or no, not Scheider. That's Gavin... Gavin is the silver one. Yeah. Uh, Sheravan is the red one, and Scheider uh, is the blue one. Okay, so I yeah, because he was in uh, superhero Tizen. Z. Yes. Yeah. No, Sheravan was in Super Tizen Z. I thought Scheider was too, because I remember seeing a blue one. He might have. I don't remember. I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah, that was the one I tried to see in Portuguese, but that didn't help <laughs> at all because it's Portuguese. Yeah, of all things. Uh, well, well, it's just kind of funny also because Sheravan's played by um, a little bit of minor spoilers. Uh, he plays a character in Common in uh, Geki Ranger. I'm not going to say who the character is because that's huge spoilers. But he plays a character, a pretty big he character. Plays- he plays the Daishi counterpart, doesn't he? No. No, that's a different person. No, he doesn't. Mm, no. That's Re- That's Rio. Or Leo, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you trust me. You you'll notice him if you <laughs> you watch Geki Ranger. You'll notice him. He doesn't show up until quarter of the way through it. But okay. You'll know who it is. Uh, all right. All well, right. this last—I guess the the last question I have would is pro- I think I can answer it already in my head. Your least favorite other Toku show? 
good question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I, th- I thought you dropped out. I'm like, hello. <laughs> no, I didn't drop out. I'm still here. Uh, let's see. I figured it was a definite with uh, Masked Rider. Oh, I never actually watched it. That's the thing. Oh. Like, I might have seen the first episode, but... Oh, you know what show I completely forgot about? What? Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. I loved that one, actually. Oh, man, I completely forgot about that until now. That's right. They adapted the Gridman. Oh, and then there was uh, that time where we had Ultraman Tiga dubbed over here. See, I didn't watch that either. No, that that was a thing, though. On like, well, I know it was a thing, and that was really weird. But yeah, I well, mean, that's Jetix and the CW. They ruin everything. Yeah, like changing the theme song of American Dragon Jake Long from the original set, the original song, to the Jonas Brothers cover. Oh my god. Yeah. <sighs> But that's for an entirely different topic. Well, just just for a just for a small reference, Common Rider Dragonite aired on the CW. Yeah. So <laughs> it tells you what happened with that one. Yeah. Yeah, the CW kids or the four kids? No, CW four kids. Yeah. Slash vortex iffy at best, but back when it was just WB, it was the shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I guess Masked Rider would have to be at the bottom of the list. Well, I mean, you really don't have a, a grasp on it, so I mean... No. As, mu- as much as I would put it there, you can't because you haven't seen it. No. I, I actually can't put anything there because I've liked what I've watched. Well, oh, we could always just go with the which one did you like the least? Yeah, good point. But those were all back when I was a toddler, so. Because, <laughs> like, I, like I said, I personally, I remember the shows. I don't remember, like, like most of it. Like, I know it was Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. It was about some rich dude. Who found a way to get in the internet and became this like evil dictator? And then the character had to, the main hero character had to go into the computer and fight the bad guy and his minions and stuff. And that's but. basically the entire plotline of VR Troopers too. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's not the internet; it's virtual reality. Oh yeah. But it was a rich businessman as well, and then you had the dude maybe, maybe, the computer. Maybe, maybe I am thinking about VR Troopers then. I don't know, it all blends together. It was the yeah. 90s. It was a the, weird time for TV. Non-Power Rangers American Toku stuff from the 90s just kind of blends together. Except for Mystic Knights of Tiernanog, because that was completely different. And Beetleborgs. And Beetleborgs, yeah. Because Beetleborgs kind of it had Jay Leno as the mentor. Yeah. Elvis Jay Leno. <laughs> Elvis Jay Leno, yep. <laughs> Flabber. <sighs> oh, man, the Twitter conversations I've had with the other prominent members of the Toku fandom. Fun times. 
Yeah. Fun <laughs> times. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh boy! <laughs> so this is basically turning out to be a three-hour-long podcast. <laughs> Pretty much, but I don't know why I said I wanted it to be. I, I, me saying a whole podcast would be an hour long. I don't know why I thought of that. The first part alone was like an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, so, because we've kind of trailed off a few times. Well, it happens. You know, it happens in conversations like this. You start getting on one topic, and then you're like, oh, that makes me think of this, which makes me think of that. And then you have to put the brakes on and go, oh, yeah, let's go back to the original one. Yeah, I think after this we'll have a solid show structure to follow. Oh, yeah. But yeah, this we'll, is, we'll this have is, to come up with something. Yeah, well, we can work on something. Yeah, the first part was an hour and seven minutes. And this so, is an hour and a half at now. Yeah. So we've got an hour and 45 minutes-ish. Okay, that's not too uh, bad. Yeah. And I have no more questions. So, yeah. unless you have one for me. No, I think that might be for an entirely different episode later <laughs> down the line. Okay. <laughs> the newbie the newbie grills the veteran. Yeah, we'll see. Like, like, like. Also, if you had any questions of like stuff you would recommend and stuff like that, because I mean, hopefully, if we have people who watch the, or listen to this, they can put in their own two cents as to what like you know what you'd recommend. Maybe putting more to the top of the list stuff to put down the list. You know. Well, yeah. If anyone has anything to recommend, just <laughs> bug me on Twitter. I mean, I'm always there. It's at Snarky Sean on Twitter, or bug me on Tumblr. Except I don't use it that often, so uh, probably not gonna plug that. <laughs> it's basically the same, except there's a hyphen between Snarky and Sean. Yeah, it's not Snarky Sean; it's Snarky Dash Sean. Yeah, because the douchebag stole my uh, my the URL that I wanted to use. Well, see, that's the good part about having my particular username is that mo like it's never taken. Yeah. <laughs> Funokami Oka is never taken anywhere unless I screwed up and forgot I made an account. It's not wasn't taken on Twitter, wasn't taken on YouTube, wasn't taken on Xbox, wasn't taken on PlayStation or any other social media. Except for Tumblr. Except Tumblr. <laughs> and I have a very good idea why. I'm curious as to what the actual... Um, I'm gonna... It's it's a hoarded blog. There's no, nothing there. Oh, is it? Nothing there. I checked. It's probably one of those uh, role players oh. on Tumblr hoarding URLs. You know, the huge... Yeah, you're not kidding. There is nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> but everywhere wow. else, I can get that name. So you can find me on Xbox. You can find me on PlayStation, which I don't usually play. You can find me virtually everywhere at Snarky Sean. <laughs> Except for Facebook, but that's because I keep my Facebook kind of close to home. Oh, yeah. So do I. Um, you can find me... On Twitter at Funokamioka. Um, my Tumblr is John Foo Snorlax. There's a story behind that. And I tend not to go on it anymore. I accidentally deleted it. 
I had a side blog I didn't want to use anymore, so I went to delete it and instead deleted everything. <laughs> so now I've got to start from scratch again, which I don't mind. But yeah, um, you Oops. may see me on Facebook because I I run the Geekishly Toku podcast Tumblr or tum- yeah, Facebook page, which you know you look up Geekishly Toku podcast, you can tell by the crudely made logo that I made myself. Um, the GTP in green and yellow. Um, also on Twitter at GeekTokuPod. And I'm nowhere else because. Well, we're on iTunes. So if you're listening to this and it's not on iTunes, I don't know how because I don't put it anywhere else. SoundCloud? Um, no, I used to put it on SoundCloud, but they limit you on how much space you have. So I put one on there and I couldn't fit another one. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to put them on SoundCloud. Okay, I got to pay for more. Never mind. I got to figure out how to get it on iTunes. <laughs> so, there's episode zero is up on SoundCloud. But, yeah, you're going to want to listen to just iTunes. It's a lot easier. You might um, just want to start from this episode. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Because uh, Gary isn't going to be back anytime soon. Nope. I don't know if he will or not. That's up to him. Um, Sorry, it'll be Gary. interesting. <laughs> Sorry, well, he, op- <laughs> he opted out of it himself. So. Well, no, I did the Gary. Gary. Like, yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think of that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the only places we are right now because there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> We could make a Tumblr. Yeah, but then it just starts turning into... I don't know. Because like, we don't do articles or anything like that. It's not like, you know... We'd just be reblogging like, Toku pictures. Toku pictures, <laughs> you know, maybe like video game GIFs and pictures and stuff like that. And other Articles other people make about video stuff. games. Yeah, Answering questions that could be better saved for a podcast episode. Yeah, well, again, that's why I made the ask.fm thing, but nobody is asking questions, people. Come on. At least one person somewhere. I mean, I did randomly get seven questions asked to me recently, but I answered them already. I don't know where those questions came from. They just showed up. Ask.fm does that. No, No, they send you the question of the day, but they don't randomly send me questions that are... Like, Maybe they uh, built up. I don't know. No, no. These were questions that were like, uh, "Do you?" No, that was one that was asked. Um, do you make the first move with others, or do other people come to talk to you? Are you afraid to be in an airplane? When was the last time you were in an airplane? Those do sound like base questions. This one had a typo in it. What are three things that you don't like at other people? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, we should probably end the episode. <laughs> yeah. We've been rambling again for another ten-ish minutes. Woo! <laughs> uh, Alright, well, this was a good end to a first episode for Sean. Thanks. Um, Thanks for having will, me. Yeah. We will de- we'll see you guys for the next one. I don't know... When that'll be, since we have to come up with a format and schedule a time a schedule to record. And... Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for now, 
I am Jonathan. I'm Sean. And this has been the Geekishly Toku Podcast, Episode 4. We'll see you guys next time. Adios.